interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to the Salt Report Podcast, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, movies, comics, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake Lionheart, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Jesse. Yo. And, uh... We all pointed at Jesse and said, Deviant Located. Jesse is our designated Deviant uh, this evening. So I sent a post to them in the last seconds before we started recording of... <laughs> A um of like a Roomba. It was like daddy daddy is the person who was speaking. It's like, are you in Devor? And it's like me winky face and then it has a gif of a picture of Connor being eaten by a Roomba. Yeah. And so it's like, Do you take constructive criticism? And it's just the word. And then we it all pointed at Jesse. It's been zero episodes since we mentioned Detroit Become Human. Yeah. You know what was funny <laughs> is that you said that before, Kay. You're like, I don't have any Detroit Being Human salt. And then we all I pointed don't. at Jesse and said, <laughs> But now here we located. are. Deviant located. Yeah. Listen, it's hard so. to avoid. It's like I want to just um, avoid all of Detroit Become Human, but there are some tasty memes. And <laughs> I just. And some good art. And some good art. I love tasty memes and good art, as we all know. Oh. Yeah, so welcome to episode 60, everyone. Oh, shit, we're getting and, uh, closer and closer to 69. Yeah. Nice. We gotta start planning now. Yeah. <laughs> Two months away. Two months away. Two months away. Mark your calendars, everyone. <laughs> For the spiciest episode. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I've already got ideas, but we'll talk about it off <laughs> Okay. <laughs> off recording. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Of course. No, of um, course. It has yeah. to be the spiciest. <laughs> the freshest, spiciest podcast. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be awesome. So moving into sponsoring our hearts, uh Jesse, why don't you tell us about the thrilling courtroom drama Wait. Legally Blonde? You- <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm sure all of you, I mean, Kay hasn't seen Legally Blonde, but if you haven't seen Legally, if you haven't seen Legolas recently, (laughs) if you have seen Legally Blonde, he's blonde, he is blonde, Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? (laughs) It's like last year's dresses trying to be sold as new dresses straight off of this season, but I'm not a fool. Um, if you haven't seen Legally Blonde, Please do yourself a favor and watch Legally Blonde. If you're like, if you're, you know, I feel like a lot of people out here have been prejudiced against movies that are like supposed to be chick flicks. Don't, because you're missing out on one of our generation's greatest contributions to the cinematic universe, and that is Legally Blonde, in which a young girl, heartbroken because her boyfriend leaves her because he needs a serious old money girlfriend because he's going to Harvard and his whole family is old money and she's new money because you know she's from Beverly Hills um and so she decides that she is gonna go to Harvard um because you know she wants to follow her boyfriend and get him back um so she goes to the counselor and the counselor's like bruh you're gonna have to get like a 140 something on your LSATs which is LSATs which is like crazy high and she's like and your major is 
fashion design or whatever. And she's like, well, I can do it. So the entirety soror the entire sorority bands together to help her um, basically study for this test, and she gets above what she needed. Like I think she gets like a 160 or something, and so she's able to go to Harvard. And when she gets there, at first she's really distracted with the whole "I want to get back together with this guy" thing. But then she realizes she actually loves law, and that he's an idiot, and that her career and her aspirations are more important than a relationship. It's a great movie, but she never loses any of her bubbly, fashion-loving self. It's just still a part of her. She just finds something else that she's also passionate about. So, you know, check it out. Great message for young people going out there, you know, discovering themselves in the world. I just fucking love that movie, to be honest. And it's great if you're having a bad day and you need something heartwarming. I highly recommend. Uh, I, and Reese Weatherspoon is coming out of retirement. Oh, yeah. Part three or something. She's like rolling up her sleeves. I'm like, let's do this. Have you seen her child? Three. Her child looks like a clone of her. Her daughter. Oh, really? It's fucking no. scary. You should look it up. Look up Reese Witherspoon and her daughter because it looks like there was no father involved. It looks like she just cloned herself. <laughs> she just cloned herself. She just like Yoshi egged her daughter out or something. <laughs> oh my god, don't they Yamkins? 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 Namkins? Namkins? Wow, Namkins? <laughs> I was like, where are we Namekians? going with this? Don't they just, yeah, yeah they don't, they're asexual. They just hack just up an egg one day. <laughs> that, when I learned that, it just fucked me up. It fucked me up yeah. so much. But also that means that Piccolo doesn't have a dickolo. <laughs> like, he wouldn't need one. Hashtag dickolo. If you punched Piccolo in the junk, he's just going to stare at you. Because, like... <laughs> He's like, bitch, where are oh you going? God. There's nothing there. Like, you just take off his pants, and it's just like a Ken doll. Like, nothing. <laughs> like, I'm also pretty sure they get to decide what their gender is, and then most of them just decide that they're male, but, like, it's up in the air that one of them could just be like, I'm female. <laughs> and that would just, you just have to use her, she pronouns with that Namekian. But, like, yeah. When I found out that they just hawk up a child one day, they're just like, hmm, I think I want offspring. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if people did that? <laughs> oh, God. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Hawking a bang. Excuse me. <laughs> Little bonus uh, sponsor in our heart there. <laughs> For everyone. <laughs> so... Uh, Jumping into some pre-salt. Um, I finally got the new laptop, and it's freaking sweet. Like, everything's so fast and smooth, and, like, I've downloaded all these, like, stuff on here. So I've got my Audacity, and I've got Discord, and Discord actually opens up like it's supposed to. Um... I actually even got OBS and I was playing with that a little bit so I could possibly do some live streams of stuff um I've had like I think there's like a hum humble bundle deal like a while ago where it's like they had like Sony Vegas Pro 14 or something like that for like 20 bucks so and I think it's normally like a couple hundred dollars hmm. so I'm like I'm running that on here and I'm like holy crap <laughs> and um 
And then one of the other things I found out is like if you have Twitch Prime, they like do like random game drops. So oh, like, yeah. I have like a whole library of games. I'm like, what the crap? Like, I don't even know where to start because my other computer couldn't run any of this stuff. So I'm like over the like hills happy with like, thank you, Salty Saints, because this is more than I could have ever wished for. <laughs> and y'all came through and salty I love y'all forever. Saints. That's the name of our baseball yeah. team. <laughs> yeah, the Salty Saints. <laughs> We have Joan playing catcher, and then, uh, <laughs> I don't know why Joan's the catcher, but she just seemed like she'd have like a focused eye, like he's still in third, and then like we we're all like, oh, it's on the third. I don't know. I don't even like baseball, so I have no idea. Yeah, what I I'm feel like about right now. being like a catcher is being called the bottoming of. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Oh, really? Baseball, like I just. <laughs> Well, like, I'm not trying to say that. we call it when people, like, are pitching and catching, like, yep. yeah. Oh. I definitely remember those terms. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> you just called I'm over here thinking about actual sports. You just called our lady, our lady Joan. I was thinking because the only time. princess, our queen. Well, hold on. Hold on. bottom. First off. <laughs> First off, Joe knows she's a top. Um, so, you know, because she's that confident in her top prowess, she could be a catcher and still run some shit. But anyways, no, I was thinking about like how like the, like the catcher's always the badass on the team because like he goes around. Is and, that like, how it works? Is that how I think so, works? isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. The only like only I'm reference sure of a catcher I have your fancy new is computer like, just turning redder and redder. <laughs> It's about to like burn up right now. No, the only reference I have of like a catcher is like Mike Piazza from the Dodgers, which like I was like, this one looks like a badass. So that's that's who I always go to when I think of the catcher. I I like who the hell is Mike? Everybody's furiously googling Mike Piazza. I Um, I call outfield so that I can just sit there and do nothing. (laughs) That's what I used to do. Is it left field? That's the worst one. In PE. I, right, I used to stand way out in the middle of fuck all nowhere in PE and then <laughs> just stand there and then eventually I'd just sit down and my teacher would be like, Jesse, you need to stand up. And I'd be like, oh, so I'd stand up and just stand out there the whole game so I didn't have to run. And now you know why I'm a fat ass. <laughs> I like how I'm all sweating because I thought I was making a funny baseball reference and instead got caught calling Jonah Bottom. But anyways, Joan, you know, you, you could do whatever you want to do, Joan. So, you want to be a top, you could be a top. You want to be a bottom, you could be a bottom. You want, I'm just saying. You want to play baseball, Joan. you can come join wanna, our yeah. baseball team. <laughs> Except. Yeah. You can chew some big league chew and, like, just She'd tell have us what to play game. softball because that's how we roll in this country, apparently. <laughs> softball. Yeah, because girls have to play softball for some reason, and I never understood it. And also, yeah. side note, th- we're not in salt yet, but um, big salt that I've had for 7 million years, why is it called a softball? Because that ball is like twice the size, and when you get hit with it... <laughs> it's hard as a rock. Yeah, it feels yeah. like you got hit with someone's skull. Like someone just pitched a fucking skull <laughs> at your fucking nose. I hate it. 
Sorry, Jake. Continue with your pre-salt. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's like a freaking giant grapefruit being thrown at you. And you're like, why is this soft? A grapefruit would hurt less. Yeah. yeah. A grapefruit would probably just shatter once it hit you. But like... <laughs> well, it's got that hard skin on it, but it's like soft in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Take... Softballs are just a rock. They're just a giant rock. They're just a rock. Yeah. And I've, I've been salty for years that like, <laughs> for some fucking reason, they have the goddamn nerve and audacity to call it a softball. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my next one is um, Dark Souls 3, which I have to shout out our... Uh, wizard, non-wizard, question mark, uh, Richard of the We're Not Wizards podcast. Um, he was on Twitter and he was, and of course I'm on Twitter all day because I'm not supposed to be at work. <laughs> um, shh, don't tell anybody. Um, but yeah, he was getting rid of, uh, some Dark Souls stuff and he's like, oh, I've got like this, like, Dark Souls art book and it comes with a soundtrack. Anybody want it? And I was like, dibs. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then he was like, oh, I, I don't even know how we started talking about Dark Souls 3. I know he said he was going to try to play it after he's done with Dark Souls 1 or something like that. Like, he's got, like, his whole list of, like, games he wants to play. Um, and then so I was... I forget why I was saying, that, like, oh, I really want to check it out. Um, oh, yeah, because it's still, like, 60 bucks or 50 bucks on PSN right now. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And I he's like, the why disc don't you just... copy is, like, 40 like, but then you wouldn't get the DLC. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, like I, like, I wouldn't mind having it, but I'm, like, not at the price it's at. And then he's like, well, I have it downloaded he's like do you want my copy and i was like what about like region lock and he's like no it's all good so um i I don't know if it's him being generous or him like i'm moving and i just don't want all the shit with me why not both why not <laughs> yeah both? it's both i honestly want to say it's more generosity because it's richard yeah because awesome he could sell he goes it out of his but way. he didn't he gave it to you out yeah, of the goodness he just of gave his it Scottish to me. heart exactly out of his wizard i mean non-wizardly heart out of his um, onion <laughs> out of his onion yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh so he sends me yeah so he sends it to me and um i'm playing it and i'm like i'm loving like the fashion like actually being able to wear like some of the stuff that you could wear in dark souls one and then actually like move when the wind blows as opposed to like i think it's like velka's like um uh, armor set looks cool but then like <laughs> instead of your coat flapping it looks like you're just wearing these super baggy like raver pants because they follow your legs so it looks like one of those like you know the baggy pants that like those like yeah like those those, the trap those like pants. yeah the goth people with the gas masks are wearing i used like, to those wear those a fun fact about jesse are they trip pants or trap pants? they're trip pants okay <laughs> i was not a goth sinks into my chair i was a goth one time in my life <laughs> one time in your life i'm still a goth on the inside but my external goth has been reduced to me just wearing a lot of black but yes <laughs> i owned those trip pants that have the stuff hanging off of them and then like they're like baggy yep <laughs> anyway continue jake <laughs> okay all right as <laughs> you flashback um yeah so like i'm playing that the fashion is cool um you can actually run and it feels fast um looks great um all that stuff and then i kind of got stuck on the abyss watchers fight like it mm, blew through yeah. like eight embers which is like kind of like their version of humanity in this game that one's tricky yeah i was getting frustrated and like the thing that was wild was i was doing really bad during the first phase and i was doing better during the second phase but i had wasted so much estus during the first phase that like uh, i would die just because yeah. i just didn't have enough estus flasks to get me through and um 
Then uh, our uh, our buddy Dave um, at Sentio Not Plus, or I've been calling Senpio Not Plus, um, <laughs> showed up and like first off, just like what can I drop? And was just like throwing weapons and embers and all kinds Aww. of cool stuff at me. Like he gave me like DLC weapons that like I don't even have the DLC. So like I've got like super cool stuff. He was giving me like fashion frames or fashion frames, fashion soul stuff, and um. So, yeah, like, so it was super dope, and then, like, it's pretty much, like, he held my hand, and we went through, like, I don't know how many levels, and I was like, thanks, senpai. Um, it was pretty great. We got, like, invaded a lot, and <laughs> I, I'm going to have to post this one video. There was a dude that, like, he was trying to kill, and it, the guy killed him, and then I'm like, screw it. I might as well just, like, let this guy kill me, and there's, like, this, like, defeated, like, like a pose yeah, you, you like sink to your knees yeah and like the guy was just like clapping at me and pointing and then he laid down and then he laid by like the the bonfire and i'm like oh my goodness i'm like this fool won't kill me and then dave was like oh let me put my um my what's it called down again my my symbol or whatever and it was like right where the guy was um sitting so i'm like crap so i run next to the guy summon in dave and then run back and do that same pose again Dude, like, has the Metal Gear Solid guard alert noise go off. And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then it was wild because there was a second invader. And so they were both just, like, I guess they were kind of like, who's going to make the first move? And I'm like, I know I'm going to die. But then Dave shows up, kills the second guy, and then, like, we try to, like, run away from the first guy because obviously he was a badass. Like, he was just standing there naked. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> it's, usually the, it's usually the naked the ones that are, like, of Dark dangerous. Souls is that you know that someone's dangerous when they just fucking naked. Like <laughs> when they're just naked with a sword, yeah. Yeah, you're like, you're like this guy's a problem. <laughs> This person's like, god tier. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, oh, crap. But, like, I don't know. We ended up, like, getting kind of, like, in a corner where we ended up getting him. But we kept on getting invaded. And there's another guy kind of, like, same situation. We're in, like, some graveyard where, like, the hollows keep on respawning, like, zombies coming out of their graves. And I feel like, I don't know, like, I get salt, like, super salty. This should be in the salt part. But I get super salty when people are, like, invading in levels that are hard enough alone yeah, and yet now they're like making it harder. So Those this guy's most fun to invade in. <laughs> I don't know, God, it makes me so angry. Um, but like this guy's kind of doing the same thing, and he's just like chasing me around and like won't really <laughs> kill me. Like, like he's totally like playing hear, with me. I can hear Jake's fucking screams. <laughs> well, it was that at first, and then I got annoyed because he wouldn't kill me. And then at one point, I was just so angry. I'm like, Mister Dark Souls, I wish there's a middle finger emote right now because I would just do that as he killed me. And I just kept on calling him Mister Dark Souls, and that ended up being like a joke between us. I'm like, Mister Dark Souls. Um, that reminds me of that one time we got invaded while playing Bloodborne. <laughs> and that guy, we kept trying to like the guy kept trying to kite us up the stairs oh, so we yeah. would die fighting the amygdala. And we're just like, no, no, no man, I can yeah. wait here as long as you can. And we're like right. throwing rocks and shit at him. And like, <laughs> like we would shoot him, and like it only took like two HP or whatever, and he's just yeah. standing there, and we're like, no. <laughs> You don't know what we've seen today, sir. You don't know what we've done. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like, just cow, man. I'm like freaking Arnold in The Predator. I'm like, I'm right here. Do it. And like, you just don't want to kill me. I'm like, oh, God. That's funny that that you mentioned Dark Souls 3. Because today I was just... This is part of the reason it probably took me all day to work on my character sheet. Because today I was um, watching boss fights from Dark Souls 3. And uh, because I was just thinking about the, the beauty of 
Dark Souls 3. Like, I know people have a lot of issues with the storytelling and the gameplay or whatever, but, like, honestly, from an, from a person who, like, is super into design, that game is so goddamn beautiful. It makes my... It's experience. so beautiful. It's yeah. so beautiful. And, like, the thing about it is it's that very special, like, sublime beautiful where things are horrifying, but, like, the horrifying somehow adds to their beauty. You know what I'm saying? Like... And you want to talk about monster bays, Dancer of the Boreal Valley, that's a monster girlfriend for you. When people are like, I want a goth girlfriend, that's what they mean. I accidentally started that fight and I didn't know I was doing it. I thought it was like, you get to it later on. I didn't realize that it's... down from the ceiling. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I I got to a part where I I didn't know what else to do. Like, I didn't know how to advance the story. And then I was like, oh, let me go back to this lady and see if she has any more, like, dialogue. And I was already kind of, like, in the mood. And she's like, what are you doing here? Like, she's totally, like, upset and sassy. Like, what are you doing here? It's supposed to be a lot trick. And I'm like, now you die. And so I murdered her. And then it was like, it gave me this, like, bowl or something. It's like, put this bowl yeah, in front of I the think... headless knight. And I'm like, this knight over here? And I walk over to it, and it's like, Burm, the door closes. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Get that item naturally late in the game but you uh, can start the fight early if you kill that woman yeah maybe. <laughs> yeah because um, i killed her and it gave me that item and then everything goes dark the dancer comes down i'm like well but i might as well try and it's like the first swing game over and i'm like well yeah because you're probably severely under level she, she, she is a pretty late game boss yeah she's a beauty i'm in love when people um, when people say yeah you can you can friend <laughs> you can trigger the fight early if you kill that woman yeah um, i was like oops, i shouldn't have gotten so i always think her. of her like sheer veil oh, that she's wearing like that would have been impossible on ps1 yeah but now oh, yeah look how far video it'd be so stiff <laughs> Yeah, it would just be like, be like a this, blank. St- yeah, it'd be like a starched <laughs> you know, out veil. I, well, they had they had fabric physics, but it, probably not to that extent. And also, they couldn't do sheer. You yeah. know, well, when so. my my um, I'm doing it. I'm making the gesture, but like when my character when Bumbreaker makes the make contact gesture in her Lady Maria outfit, and like for some reason when your arm the arm with the cape shoulder cape is on is up, it just goes out to the side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like rip. <laughs> yeah. There's just like so much like cool little details like like after you fight that one vort guy or whatever and the mm-hmm. doors open it's like you're like on this cliff so there's like that natural wind that comes in and then so like whatever you're wearing just like blows in the wind and your hair and stuff like that and it's just so like such a like cool detail and you can see like the embers kind of like getting blown away. or if you if you have your ember on or you're lit or whatever it's called I don't know. You got lit. Lit? Um, Slams down sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A year or two ago at, like, right after Dark Souls 3 came out, it was demoed at um, one of the awesome games done quick events, and they used a special mod to change the bonfire text to, it's lit, fam. (laughs) And then then you died, got changed to read donations. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so and like they have that where it's like the ember like, you know, gets blown like it would in the wind. So I'm like, man, like it's so it's really a beautiful game. Um more in Dark Souls three in the salt portion. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. Than, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> and then my other like um pre salt was Warframe had their big like convention called Tenocon. Um they had like cool cosplay and cool like stuff that you could see like in the videos and stuff and then they had their like hour it's usually like kind of like every friday they do or 
almost every Friday, they try to do a dev stream. So it was kind of like the big one, but they like really like revealed like two um, two expansions. One called Fortuna, which they have this oh my god incredible song. I'll probably put it at the end because I'm pretty sure it's not going to be copywritten or whatever. We won't get flagged because it's video game music or something like that. It is copyright. Um, though. Well, like I know, but I think we can get through with like the fair use stuff. So that's not what fair use means. Well, <laughs> you can like argue. The- the YouTube stuff. Yeah. So, like, how you know, YouTube gets away with it. I, I have uh, a lot of knowledge about fair use specifically as an art student and specifically, like, a graphic design. We had to have, like, a whole fucking... And it's different in each state, too, so you gotta be careful of that. But, like... Yeah. Um, at least in California, like, we should be Gucci. Yeah. Sorry, everywhere else in the world. But um, no, our it's so good. What will happen is our fucking thing will get blocked. Is what's gonna happen? We'll get taken down. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we're good because I mean, rip our iTunes career. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we'll be good. I won't play that much of it. Maybe like what is it like 15 seconds? I mean, you play copyrighted music at the end at the end of our shows all the time, and we still haven't gotten caught. Yeah, so I mean, we're good. They're like, we're not gonna listen to two hours of these idiots rambling. <laughs> They're like Vor. Just let them pass. Vor. Just yeah. Like, what could we possibly uh, hear now that we've talked about Bukake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, we should be banned already. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is a terrible. I podcast. guess we're not that big of a podcast. Yeah. So. They're like, no Bukake, no. Just let them. Anyways, but yeah, so they had this thing that like. So this new DLC or DLC or new expansion has like this amazing like song, um, and then it's like they're in a newer open world area that's even bigger than the last open world. You can do all kinds of crazy banana stuff. Um, then what was super cool? Um, usually they have kind of like their three shows during the week is they have. Um, Megan, who does, like, the Xbox version of it, so I think that's Monday, and she does, like, you know, the live stream for the Xbox people. Then there's Danielle that does um, the PlayStation 4. It's, like, PS4 at 4, which is kind of clever. And then um, the dev one is with Rebecca, who's... She's pretty much, like, their big, like, YouTube person or uh, community manager and stuff like that, but she also does the voice of, like, the main, like space mom in it so it's kind of cool mm-hmm. they ran like a live demo which was like crazy so they were like i guess afterwards they're like please don't anybody die because if any of you guys die the demo will crash so they had to stay alive <laughs> but they did like such a dope thing and then like it's this uh the other expansion they're working on will probably be like next year they at least want to do like a little demo that we can play or try out but um it's like you straight up man like a three-person ship and you like start off on like the planet Venus and you fly up into outer space and it's all animated and it's in like live in game and it looks crazy. And then you straight up like Star Trek it with like someone's driving, someone's shooting, someone's manning like the fire, like if anything's on fire, converting energy to this, to the shields and doing this stuff. So it's like, it turns into like Star Trek I love for a this. second. Then you get like invaded, like almost like um like Star Wars, where all of a sudden like now you got the Tie Fighters coming at you, and you've got to shoot those down and infiltrate a ship. Then like one of your people like jumps out of the ship into like this like rocket booster thingy into the other ship. Then you're playing like a regular Warframe game where you're running through it, but then your other character has to go and unlock like you know hack 
the doors and hack turrets and different stuff like that. So you destroy the other ship from the inside, um, inside out. Then you like escape and you jump back in your ship and you guys take off. And it's like this crazy like space like battle scene like Star Wars or whatever. And they're like, and they played it live. Like, <laughs> like when they got done, because Rebecca was technically still like hosting the show like her like her hand was all shaky she's like look at my head she's like I, I can't believe i did die so it was like super fun um guys, had all these I other reveals you guys stuff. can't die or the demo yeah will it would crash <laughs> that's a yeah. lot of stress yeah it's a lot of pressure like even like the like the main guy the the creator director or whatever like he was like oh my gosh you guys rock and like he like laid down on the floor like he was dying like this is so awesome like you guys did so good like they rocked it like i don't even know how they pulled it off like and you know and this is like in front of a live like crowd or whatever plus i think they um they, they had like so many people watching live on twitch that usually they do like twitch drops yeah they like they crashed it so like people were like oh we didn't get our twitch drops and they're like we had so many people we couldn't confirm how many people were watching to give them their drops so That's like they were just like they're like, if you logged into your Twitch or logged in to watch any of their stuff in the last seven days, you just automatically get, like, the mega drop or whatever they had, which was, like, this free character or something like that. So it was just bananas, but it was awesome and all, of, like, the Warframe. I don't know if y'all saw all this, all this Warframe people, like, nerding Oh, yeah. Out. Warframe was... is all over my fucking uh, timeline and my dash. Yeah. On, and I'm like, we... what happened in the Warframe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just this big conference on, like, uh, Monday or yeah. something like that yeah so we were all geeking out so that was awesome and then last bit of pre-salt is if you're gonna buy deadpool just follow my shopping list and go to target and get the special edition blu-ray because not only do you get the movie and probably what the dvd and all that other bonus stuff and 15 extra minutes of um super duper cut but you also get a non-child's children book or a yes. deadpool version of a child's book so that should be super awesome because it looks like one of those old school like um, gold, gold spine like Pokey the dog and... strikes <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got Billy me, Gruff. You got me. Yeah, sold. Thank you, Deadpool, for selling out so hard, but <laughs> giving me some of that goodness. So that's it. That's all my my pre salt. All right. Well. I was at Solid Gaming Con this last weekend, and I got hey. third place in the novice category yeah. for the cosplay contest. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah! Oh, I'm so excited. My That's hard awesome. work it paid off. <laughs> yeah! Um, they have sent back feedback already, the judges, and mine was all like, be more confident <laughs> and take, take more time on stage. And the second one's definitely fair, because um, I think I might have been up there for like 20 fucking seconds total because i was so nervous um so maybe next time i should like rehearse um and then we'll talk more about the whole confidence issue in the pre-judging later so in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay um more on that later but yeah i was i remember thinking that i was going to be talking about solid gaming con quite a bit because it was really disorganized blah 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 but like while we were lining up for the cosplay contest the guy came out and was like i'm so sorry this is such a mess we had 25 volunteers no call no show on us today and i'm like that explains everything so then i just felt bad yeah like that's that's super not their fault um and it's a miracle anything was working at all so um 
Yeah, that, that poor guy. Like, he screwed up my music, and, like, we fixed it right away. I, like, did a, like, stop motion at him, and he, like, went and said, what, what's your contestant number? And, like, ran out and fixed my music, and I went on stage. But he messaged me uh, on Facebook after. It was like, dude, I'm so sorry about your music. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. We fixed it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was... Um, Man, that's so I had cool. a lot of fun. What? I'm just saying it's so cool that you got third place. Like, congrats. I know. Awesome. This is my first. This is like my, well, it's yeah. my third cosplay contest. It's my second one with an on stage portion. It's the only one I've ever won a prize. So I'm like, I'm ah. proud of yeah. you. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Way excited. Um, and Gaming Con in general was also fun. I bought some sweet art. I um, sent you two a picture yeah. of one of the prints that I got of a guardian. That what from Breath of the Wild that was done in like a sort of haphazard paint style, and she I think she actually had painted it because there was a canvas version on display, and yeah. it was sweet. Uh, but I bought like the regular print, and then I also bought a journey print that I did not show you guys, but mm. it was great. There was some good. The artist alley there was good. The vendors hall was trash, but the artist <laughs> alley was good. <laughs> I like. Um, they did have like some retro game stuff, but eh. I think like. I really like Artist Alley because usually stuff in the vendors hall you can buy online for cheaper in most cases. Not all, but in most cases. And then, like, um, secondly, like, you know you're supporting people who are hustling, and that's always nice. It's always nice to, like, know that you've you found something cool and a unique style that you wouldn't have necessarily found in the vendors hall, and you're supporting someone who's out there hustling, so... Yeah. Plus, when I was in the vendors hall at Gaming Con, I, I asked one of the retro game places if they had a specific N64 game, and he made fun of me for asking for it. So, like, what? didn't get that. Didn't get oh that from Artist Alley. Excuse me while I fly to Utah and immediately <laughs> kick the shit out of this man. I was like, wow, okay, I'll just leave then. Yeah. Yeah, who does uh, that? Who, who loses business apples. like that? Uh. I think... He was trying to like be funny because it is a game that a lot it is very divisive and a lot of people think is bad. But okay, he no, did it in the wrong way and came across like an asshole. So I was like, okay, you're like, okay. I guess you'll die. I'll just look for, I'll just look for Castlevania '64 somewhere else. Wait, oh. Castlevania '64? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm flying to Utah. For, I was looking for Legacy of Darkness specifically, but oh, is that like, the one where with Corn? Was it Cornelius where he turns into a werewolf and he does kung fu? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm flying out to yeah, Utah now. Yeah, that I love how specific Jake was. Is that the one where he turns into a werewolf and then he knows kung fu? And he knows yeah, well, yeah. That's accurate. No, <laughs> hell no. He's catching these hands. That's my shit. I bought a 64 just for that game. Like, hell no. I'm laughing so hard, I'm crying. That fool's catching my hands it, too. I saw it at AGDQ this year. It looked like a lot of fun. I wanted to get into it, uh, but they didn't have it anywhere in gaming con and one guy made fun of me for even asking for it well so, that dude is an yeah. asshole we're coming for yeah. you whoever you are yeah again i think he was just trying to be funny but he wasn't funny he was just a jerk oh. yeah he was just so. a jerk oh uh, you know what i love that game so much i almost got a wii for that castlevania like street fighter version of it because it has that same <laughs> cornelius kung fu guy in it and the art is done by the guy that does the death note oh, that's a- oddly oh. specific yeah, it's two oh, of my I things. That now. The werewolf yeah. guy and the Death Note artist, like the Death Note artist dude, is like one of my favorite like manga artists ever. So I'm like, 
I need to get a Wii for this damn game because I get Kung Fu Werewolf and <laughs> Death Note art. So, well, I heard it wasn't great, so yeah, maybe so it's a good idea that you didn't. I didn't, but how dare he insult freaking Cornelius the Werewolf Kung Fu Master? Because, like, honestly, it doesn't really matter if that game's kind of janky now because it's also old as balls. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so salty about that. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was also, I was pleasantly surprised by how popular my Osra costume was. I was kind of expecting a lot of, like, you know, sometimes um, if you're, like, cosplaying a character that's kind of intricate but not very well known, people will run up and, like, ask for your picture and then be like, who are you cosplaying? And I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't say this to make fun of people who do that because that's actually like a really good way to get into stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was expecting a lot of that and I didn't get it. A lot of people were genuinely excited to see me cosplaying Azra, which was a great feeling. So um, I also like, this is kind of a weird story, but as soon as when they an- announced that I'd won, they announced me by my full name and also my cosplay page instead of just my cosplay page, like when I went on the first time. So um, a high school friend of mine who had not initially recognized me on stage was like, like messaged me as I was getting off stage was like, Oh my God, I didn't realize you were here. Congratulations. And so we got to catch up a little bit. So that was kind of cool. Um, that is cool. totally didn't even know she was going to be there. Uh, it was nice to see her again, but, um, yeah, it's a funny coincidence that that happened. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun and I, God, I hope they can get their shit together for next year. Cause it was so disorganized, but, um, not entirely their fault, but it was pretty bad. So hopefully next year, because I know they can do better, because last year it was actually not that bad. Um, it was a little disorganized, but not that bad. So hopefully next year they can kind of kind of get it together, <laughs> run a tighter ship. But um, the other thing, moving on, I've got um, more Final Fantasy XIV shit. I logged in last Wednesday, and I was just doing whatever, I don't know, something boring. And um, I, there was a... Sh- there's like a shout so like for the chat there's tells which is like everybody who's in a certain area can see it and then whispers which is um no tells is the whispers thing where it's like private messaging and then there's say which is everyone in a certain area and then there's shout which is i think everybody in the server and so we saw this shout that was like hey there's going to be like a lalafell march um uh, starting in 10 minutes and come to new gridania if you want to participate in the lalafell march and i was like what <laughs> that actually explains sorry i i was reading a fan fiction once where I, they didn't name the game but i knew it was final fantasy 14 <laughs> that they were playing just because i have so much like third party experience with final fantasy 14 but i was like what does it mean to whisper shout like what is this yeah yeah now you've explained that my entire life yeah, a whisper is a private message and a shout is like the whole server i think yeah but anyway he shouted that, and I was like, what? So I went to New Gridania, and I found, I, I just started looking for a large group of Lollafells, I'm not gonna lie. That was like, I'm like, okay, where does the Lollafell march start? Oh, over there, where there's like 80 fucking Lollafells is probably oh a God. good guess. But, um, <laughs> I went over there, and they, yeah, they started a little parade. Um, there, it was not all Lollafells there, obviously my character's an Aura, but there was also, like, a ton of other different kinds of characters. And they, like, these people knew this was going to happen. They got fucking dressed up. They were wearing their bunny suits <laughs> and their, like, bathing suits and popping off fireworks and casting big <laughs> explosive spells everywhere while we marched through New Gridania. And then we get to the end, and he's like, okay, next up is 
uh, Limsa Lominsa. So we all teleported to there and we met in the Hawker's Alley and we marched through Limsa Lominsa. And then, okay, next is Ulda. So we went there, we marched through there, and then we went back to New Gridani and like, seriously, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun, but it was really weird. It was kind of like, I don't know, I have fun with games like this where I'm just doing weird shit with other players <laughs> rather than like... Like the the actual game can be fun too, but mostly I like the social, yeah, like, dumb bullshit parts. Do you know and... that that's why I play? Like, I don't know. It's a it's a double ended sword, but like, basically, why I start enjoy Overwatch is because when interactions are good, they're really fun and funny. Yeah. Like, especially in the yeah. spawn room, you can spawn in and just be total fucking idiots and everybody yeah. like spam voice lines at each other and have a good time and like that like i really like that aspect and but like some of my fondest overwatch memories are of like dumb bullshit i did in the spawn room yeah exactly or like you like you run in like you're a reaper like if you're in no limits and you're a reaper and there's another reaper and then you just stand together or whenever i see a reaper and i'm sombra i do my little emote in front of them that's the puppet (laughs) with the puppet yeah it's like and like i'll some reapers won't care but other reapers will like say some funny voice line back and it'll be really fun like those are the good things about that game so i understand like that it's a double-edged sword because sometimes being around other people is awful because you have to be around other people but sometimes it's also wonderful because there's weird shit to be done yeah, no, it, like, we got to the end and we invaded the New Gridania Inn and had a little dance, had ourselves a little dance party. Nice. There were people, there were people standing on the tables and dancing, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was fun. And apparently it's a weekly thing. Uh, I didn't do it this week, but that's fine. Um, I'll probably, probably catch the next one. And my friend who has played on the fairy server for a lot longer than I have has told me that apparently this is a thing and there there have been other themed marches as well. Oh, nice. So um, I guess it's, I guess it's just a thing for a fairy. They like to do goofy bullshit. Um, and then of course, now that gaming con is over, I'm back on my cosplay bullshit <laughs> and starting new costumes. Uh, immediately, immediately after, K is like, look at this thing I'm making. And I'm like, Kay! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you savored your victory for a day and then you're like back to the yeah. drawing board yeah literally literally I, last day of the con was saturday on sunday i started on this costume <laughs> so it was fast fast turnaround um but it's a warbler piece and i know that's going to take me a little bit longer so i was like i should get it over with basically <laughs> It sucks working on Warble in the summertime, though. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I have to melt my fucking... I have to... Well, not melt, but I have to heat seal my foam, and I'm like, I don't want to. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) It is hot. And then, like, when you, like, work with, like, toxic shit, I have to go outside, right? But it's hot outside. And you know what's worse than toxic chemicals? Toxic chemicals that are hot. (laughs) Yeah. I, um... I went to open up my uh, container of contact cement and found that it had congealed because of the heat ah. in my apartment. So I had to use E6000 glue, which is also not pleasant. Yeah. I think it's actually less pleasant than contact cement because contact cement dries faster. I feel like but... I feel like barge smells worse, though. Uh, like, I can't I mean, smell they, the they E6000. Both, they both smell, 
they both smell pretty fucking I guess bad. it depends on how much, because when I'm using E6000, it's usually for jewelry, so I'm using, like, a drop, so I can't really smell it. Yeah, I, I had to use quite a bit of it, and it is really, really stinky. Yeah, but... the barge smells, like, I had a mask on, and I could still sort of smell it, and I was just like, <gasps> maybe it's also because I have <laughs> asthma, so, and then I got it all over my hands like a dumbass, and when I was out there, I was like, hmm, I'm forgetting something, and then I immediately spilt barge on my hands, and I was like, hmm, and my fingers got stuck to the foam, and I was like, ah, yes gloves <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i was working on i'm right now i'm working kind of simultaneously on um wh- what i showed jesse was the chocobo keep from final fantasy 14 and also the uh mikote starter set from final fantasy 14 i just made the ears today before we started recording and they turned out really cute that's so um, cute <laughs> I'm so excited I'll post about the picture. that one. I'm like squeeing. Uh, <laughs> do, do y'all remember squeeing? It's like yes, I do. Oh, oh, I do remember. If squeeing. you remember squeeing, squeeing, you deserve a uh, what do they call that? The what's the meme now? A veteran discount. discount. <laughs> like glomping. Oh, oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, working on those. Um, They'll be relevant to a story I'm going to tell in the salt later too. So get 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 more about that later. Yeah. But uh, that's my pre-salt. My pre-salt's really short, which is good because I have to pee. Um, <laughs> y'all warned me though. I made it through the pre-salt I though. Did. <laughs> Kay warned me about you did. That I, I said 25 though. minutes, and it's been 45 minutes. I, so you showed me. I've been holding it though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to hold it through all of their pre-salt. Um, so I am going <laughs> I'm gonna be part of a new D&D campaign, which is fun because I haven't done that in a really long time. Um, and it's for a very specific world that's like my friend, my friend has written like two novels. I don't know how much they would ever want me to talk about this, but they've written a like, they've finished their nano multiple times, essentially. And I actually have, like, two, like, soft cover copies of them. Um, uh, but, like, it's going to take place in that universe. So we got a lot of cool, like, homebrewy stuff going on, which I'm super excited about. Because I'm not, like, 100%, like, I'm not, I don't understand, like, when people are like, I just want to play a good old-fashioned D&D game. And I'm like, okay. And I get it. But, like, also... I, I've done that, been there, done that. I want to play homebrewy stuff, you know? Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. And, the, like, the class I'm playing doesn't even really exist. Like, it's, like, one of those ones that is kind of made up in, like, an amalgamation of two. Like, when people, like, when Nikki was talking about her pirate game um, and how the, the they made that class, essentially, by altering, oh, yeah. like, a rogue class. So um, I'm super excited. I'm basically, like... Uh, a, a K was like, you get to play as Corvo from Dishonored, and yes, that's basically <laughs> what you get to do. Um, I'm super excited, and I don't know. I've been like doing all the character creation stuff, but also I started at like 3 p.m. and it was like 7 when we dropped into the podcast, and I had been from 3 p.m. working on this. Like I ate some food and stuff, but like mostly I've been working on this character creation, and I feel like that math lady gif. And it's like, and then add this to your ability score, and then this becomes your modifier. And for every two, you use an odd number. To, I'm like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> like, this is why I've never played D&D. But I figured yeah, it that's out. Me, that's me anytime anybody starts talking about the mechanics of D&D. I'm just like, 
okay (laughs) there's there's this dude on youtube who like very easily explains it with his british accent but the thing about it is that's like super funny though as soon as he started talking i'm like this is like the i don't even remember what the first line he said was but it was like the equivalent of video game like let's players that start with hello gamers and i'm like But it, his videos are super informable, informative, but, like, then there's, like, this part where he's, like, what's an ability check, you say? I'm glad you asked. And then the camera angle changes, and I'm, like, I hate this. <laughs> I hate it so much. But uh, it's been it's been long going. I rolled really low in wisdom, but that's okay because my character is, like, spell. Because my uh, Shadow Walkers technically can use spells, but they're based on charisma, so my charisma is super duper high. It's like 17 or something. Um, so my modifier was like plus three, which was good. So we are doing good there. But I'm having a good time. I like I sort of had an idea of what my character is like. And they also like gave us the whole background of where a character lives and blah, 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 blah. Um, but... I now I now I actually have to think about like a name, which is always the hardest part for me. Either characters come to me and they have a name and they tell me their name, or like I just get weird like bits and pieces of them and like no cohesive name or anything and nothing ever clicks into place until I think of a name. Um should also know that I like never name my poetry. I only do it because I have to. And like every creative writing teacher I've ever had has been like you need to name your poetry and i'm like but do i though because i don't really think emily dickinson named her poetry like who's gonna be reading this when i die and someone goes through my junk and they're like oh yes look at this terrible poetry let's publish it i i just don't i just don't see that happening and if it does happen just use the first line of my poem and go for it but uh naming stuff gives me a lot of anxiety so we'll see um also i I had this is my first time playing a guy, which it should be interesting because I've never played a guy before. I've usually only played a girl, um, and I'm also this is my first time being a who man. So, uh, and ironically, to mention Detroit become human again since it's uh, been zero, <laughs> it's been zero days since we mentioned Detroit become human. The <laughs> actor who plays him, Brian. Ryan Brian Deckard. Brian Deckard. Yes, uh, he's my face model because I was looking through gifts for like because it takes place in a certain time period, and this gift came up, and I was like, "Oh, it's too late. This this is my child. This is my dumb son who rolled an eight in wisdom." Um, so now I have a dumb son, and I'm really happy about it. But we'll see what happens. I'm pretty excited about it because, as y'all know, I love I love creating characters and stuff. That's all I really want to do. I just do everything else because if I don't hustle, I'll die. Um, ain't that the fucking truth? Yeah. And then uh, I went to the fucking gym yesterday. I have a fucking story for you. We're <laughs> waiting. We saw this and we're like, what does this mean? <laughs> it's not in the salt, so it can't be bad. But we I want to know. I went to the fucking gym yesterday. So I first, you know, I get to the gym and I turn on the like little screens and Pacific Rim is playing. So I was like, oh, yeah. So I'm jogging. Right. And because I always uh, warm up by like walking and jogging before I do weight stuff. Um, and 
I got to a part of Pacific Rim. Luckily, it was at the same time that because I only like jog for like twenty minutes before I start doing weight stuff. Luckily, it cut off at the same exact time, but it was about to get to a part where I was gonna cry for the whole and bu- half of that movie because I've seen it so many times, so I know when I start crying. And I was like, I'm not ready to cry in front of a bunch of strangers. So luckily, it cuts off right in there. So it was a good entertaining thing that made the time pass faster because I hate running. I'm the opposite of K. Do not do not <laughs> like to go fast. Um, my body does not. It's like nope. We're gonna we're gonna go slow. Um, so I get on the weight machines and I do all the leg exercise and whatever. And I had to kick it down because I haven't been to the gym in maybe like two months because I was waiting for my skin thing to work itself out and it did sort of. My ankle's still weird, but I won't worry about it because um, I'm wearing long pants to the gym anyway. No one can see it, but like I. I'm, I'm like sitting on, I finish my leg stuff and I go over to the like arm machine, which I didn't feel it at the time, but the next day my arm, my arms are like noodles now. And I don't know how that happened because when I was working out, I didn't feel anything. In fact, I was like, "Mm, maybe I should like bring the weight up higher. And it was like, no, you haven't been to the gym in a while. Just keep it at 40 pounds. Right. But, so, I'm working out, and the guy next to me, who's, like, a big buff gym, you can just tell he's, like, a gym dude, right? Like, he's, like, a gym rat. I I think because I had my headphones in, he thought I couldn't hear him, but I had actually paused them because the song that was playing on the radio was actually enjoyable. So, he gets onto the machine next to me, and he's, like, rah! Rah! <laughs> <laughs> and, was that one dude? <laughs> and, I, and I, like, and it was specifically, like, a rawr! right like a lion okay because people always grunt and stuff at the gym like some people are like oh oh and i'm like please sir but like this guy was like Rawr! and i'm trying i'm trying so hard not to laugh i can't look at him like he's looking at me like i think he knows that i know but i <laughs> and like there's nowhere to hide because our machines are like basically almost touching right and i'm just like trying not to laugh at this man who's like 2006 roaring at me oh my god (laughs) (laughs) rar xd uh asterisk rar asterisk xd (laughs) touches like this sorry um yeah that was a time i had such a time at the gym with this man roaring But like, and, and like I like I said, I'm used to people making noises because a lot of people grunt and a lot of people very dramatically. And when I say people, I have almost never heard a like woman make a noise at the gym, but like almost always a man is making some kind of grunting noise or like noise, and I'm like, okay, I guess you have to make that noise when you exhale. Um, I fucking never in my life though have I heard a man just roar like he's the fucking lion from the movie company that has the like lion roaring. Ugh. MGM. MGM. <laughs> <laughs> my Jesus Christ. <sighs> and that's my pre-salt. All right. Now I pee. Now I'll you pee. Back, All right. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> Emily, should we just wait? I can just edit this out. <laughs> no. Okay. All right, moving on, I guess. Um, Dark Souls 3. Let's talk about what I didn't like. Um, I know, like, the general consensus is, like, well, like, story mainly, because whatever's... Yeah. 
I mean, I guess because it's like a direct sequel to Dark Souls One that we didn't really want. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's all out there, and I, I kind of like don't really care. Like, um, I honestly am more invested in the Bloodborne lore than I am the Dark Souls lore. I just, I'm just having fun with. Well, I I actually think that Dark Souls One and Demon Souls have pretty interesting lore. Actually, but, yeah. Uh, well, I, I like the first one, but like. The one that got me like kind of laughing the most was like the whole Solaire being the nameless king and like how people oh, lost I, their mind over that. I kind of, I kind of like that. The Solaire being I like the, that. the sun because everybody had this idea that he was. Um, that was not in the know. Everyone had the idea that Solaire was um, uh, Gwyn's missing yeah. son. Uh, and it and in Dark Souls three, that essentially it was like Solaire is just a delusional idiot. Yeah, and, just like no, um, he's just the so- nameless king is this this boss fight that is Gwyn's son. And I kind of, I kind of enjoy the idea of Solaire just being a delusional, happy-go-lucky <laughs> idiot. So yeah. I'm totally okay with that one. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I like, I like both, but like, I'm not really like too like, yeah, I, w- I was pretty into that theory, but when it got revealed as not the case, I was like, Oh, that's actually funny though. Yeah. Cause like so many <laughs> people were like, this is where we draw the line, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Gotta draw a fucking line in the sand, <laughs> yeah. man. But like that that's fine but like for whatever reason I'm feeling like at least with this one it honestly feels harder just for the sake of being hard. Like yeah, I don't like how they handle difficulty. Like it's that was my main it's ridiculous it. I feel like it, like honestly like we have a reputation of being difficult so how, how do we make this game harder mm, more enemies? Yeah. Like and or the enemies have an insane amount of health. It's uh, just yeah yeah it's not great it's just like it's, it's been like the most frustrating thing that and then like the soul drop like it's like they want you to slow grind for everything like and they have like like you know how like you like go around and you collect I leveled, up, I leveled up pretty fast in that game i don't think it's really that big of a i don't deal, like but... i was getting frustrated by it because like you would get like you kill an enemy or like you go to like one of the like drop spots and it's like you just got a fading soul and i'm like why is this soul so small and then, like, you do it as, like, well, 50, 50 souls. I'm like, that's it? Like, 50? Like, Well, you're not supposed to be relying on those. No, I know, but, like, I just be... feel like I liked how Dark Souls did it, where it's, like, when you got one, it felt like, oh, cool, I got one of these. I'm well, you had smart. those. Well, you got those little piddly baby souls, the, like, I don't know, soul of a, like, lost souls. warrior or whatever. But, it was, like, like it's not this time. Like, this was just, like, like I just feel like. It was, like, a hundred. It's not that much. But these ones are, like, 50 or something. Like, so it's, like, half a minute. Okay, that. but so what? <laughs> like, no, okay, I'm wow. salty. I don't like there's it. There's a lot. There's a lot of, there's a lot of sass happening. I don't it. like it, Kay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, like. These games are primarily balanced around the idea that you're not going to gain a lot of levels from items and enemies in the environment you're going to gain a lot of your levels from boss fights even the boss fights so, i feel like those are i feel jokes. like my parents are fighting <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah like i just i don't know like i just feel like it... and there there are soul items in the game that drop more souls yeah and then like let's so say i found a couple of those but like at first like that whole like first like was it the wall of lothric or whatever i'm like this place sucks like the starting area yeah and it's just like the starting area like with the undead berg like i remember i spent way too much time in the undead berg but like 
Well, I mean, the problem that a lot of people have with the undead bird is that they go the wrong way and end up in the graveyard, which is until you're not supposed to go there until yeah. later. But, like, I'm just like, God, like, this is so, like, irritating. I don't know. I just felt it, like, irritating. Like, it was just, like, all these enemies like, the first time, hit harder know, than the they're first supposed time I to. I played and... Dark Souls 1. I spent so much time in undead Berg struggling and it's like like it's the first area in the game and you're not supposed to be able to level up tons from items anyway and i don't know the, the existence of the of the fading soul item is kind of a strange hill to die on well wow. i'm not trying to die on it i just i just <laughs> i'm not trying to die on it i ain't trying to die on it sounds like you are but though. i'm trying to like i'm not gonna lie i'm trying to kick up some dirt and then run away but <laughs> but like i just i don't know i just think that is just like I, I just think it's pointless. Like, just give me the... Instead of, like, letting me kill the guy and give me souls in that drop, might as well just let me just kill the guy and give me the extra 50 souls instead of, like, a stupid item that I'm like, what am I going to... Now I have to go into my inventory and click use, and it's like, how many do you want to use? And I'm like, well, I guess all of them because they're only worth 50. <laughs> so, like, it just feels like a wasted step to me. But um, Then just don't use them. Well, but then they're in my inventory, and I'm like, how am I going to get... To this item, Where? when this is... Why you make <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just felt like it's just being difficult. Like, there was one point we were... At, there was a place, like, swarming, like, 50 dudes around an item. So, I'm like, this item must yeah. be, like, dope. Like, you waste all my Estes flask. Kill- <laughs> yeah, that's your And then it's, like, an ember. I'm like, I can buy these from the lady in the shop. I don't need to free kill 50 dudes. Did you, did you encounter patches? Uh, no, which is weird. I found out later. I missed I got... him too my first time through Dark Souls three, but his um, his inclusion in this game is pretty damn good. Yeah, <laughs> like his inclu- or we'll he... find him or. Well, no, I, I can, think I'm already I mean, past him because he didn't show up. Yeah, you probably you, you meet him in the um, the sewer area in the church underground. Oh, I thought he was supposed to lock you in the tower. Oh well, you can meet him in two places. Oh, okay. Well, then that's probably where he's waiting for me then because he wasn't in the tower. But if you meet him in the um, in the sewer, he um, he's dressed in the Onion Knight clothes that he stole. Oh no way! He, like, he kicked Sigmire or whatever his name yeah. is down the well and stole his armor and Im- impersonates him. Oh, that's and hilarious. leads you into a trap. It's really good. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, like I I got to that like the tower place and then um. I didn't know where I was supposed to go, because I was like, isn't there more stuff? And then, like, I looked on Wikipedia, and it's like, where you drop or whatever, and then I think I like, it had, like, the video, and then it showed, like, um, the person was trapped in there by Patches, and I'm like, well, Patches didn't show up. I think that's up. the top of Firelink Shrine. Yeah, actually. that one. And I'm like, but Patches didn't show up. I could just walk out, but... Um, no, like, I don't know. Like, it just felt, like, difficult for the sake of being difficult, and... Um, yeah. There's, like, these Wraith characters... Like, they're freaking ridiculously hard. Are those Nazgul. The, the, yeah, the Nazgul. Are those the, the, yeah. are those the dark rates? Because those are a holdover from one. <laughs> from one, yeah, but, but they're like mad. Like, yeah, you, I, this was another, this was a weird lore thing where you kind of just encounter one in a basement locked away and it's supposed to be like a storyline thing, but it, and it's like, but why though? <laughs> yeah, but why? <laughs> Yeah, and then like the swamp, like you don't even get, you can't even get the rusted ring. You just got to just, like fat roll through the swamp, and then so yeah, you know that from software loves itself a swamp. Yeah, poison swamp, loves poison swamp. Poison swamp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like, uh, so I don't know, like, 
as much as I like, I like the aesthetic, the way it looks. Like, um, I like. I hate that you can't get cute till later in the, <laughs> the story. <laughs> You're like stuck on like ugly fashion souls until like later. I mean, that's kind of the case for the other Dark Souls games too. Unfortunately, it's only Bloodborne where you can be cute, cute from the get go. Yeah, I'm just spoiled by Bloodborne, I guess. Yeah, I'm, like, Bloodborne's very fashionable. I was just like so like God, I'm I'm hideous. I'm not cute. <laughs> <laughs> Until I found like the Fallen Knight war- um, armor, and I'm like, oh, now I'm the, badass. Oh, the Fallen Knight armor. Uh, you should read the description of those ones. Oh, really? I haven't read them yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that. That says nice. And then like on my other, because I of course I have like 50 characters I've made already, because um, that's how I make OCs. And then like yeah, I make stories up in my head. Um, the other one, there's a character named is it Cirrus of the Dark Moon? Um. Uh, Cirrus or something. Yes, I think so. Unseen Moon, something like that. Like, she was. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but when characters in this game sass me, that's when I'm like, you must die. So, <laughs> she sassed me. That was me. me and that old lady. And someone's like, numbing mist, though. And I'm like, nope. She getting killed. Yeah. I'm like, you can send yourself right over to the clinic um, and die. <laughs> yeah. I was just like. I'm like, no. I'm like, you don't say. And then I was like, looking at like, almost like that one scene from, uh, is it Life? Is like, you gonna eat your cornbread? I'm like, you gonna use your armor? And then like, end up murdering her. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's just like one of those where I'm just like, I don't mind it being difficult as long as it's fun. Like, Bloodborne has its difficult parts, but it's still fun. Um, but this one, it just, I don't know, to me, it just felt like it's just difficult for the sake of being difficult. And I'm like, eh. And it wasn't until, like, um, Dave showed up and, and was playing, and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of having fun now. Because he's, like, I guess a new game plus, so he's, like, wrecking shop. Like, he showed up and killed all the the Abyss Watchers practically by himself. Because he, he, he came in wielding that, like... I feel like... Oh, sorry. Oh. I was just going to say, like, I feel... Like the thing about um, uh, the the whole like being hard for the sake of being hard, like a lot of that's like where the whole like community of like people who unironically tell you to get good when you're like, what do I, how do I do this yeah. better? Yeah, and that's unfortunate because, like, at the end of the like, I get some people wanting to play. Well, actually, I don't understand why you just want to do something because it's hard. Like, bruh, I could go fucking do calculus, like, but I don't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, you could do calculus, but you don't. You could build I mean, a fucking at least, house. Like, at least for video games, like, there's definitely sort of a thrill in overcoming a challenge. Yeah, but, but there's um, a thrill in building a chair, too, but I yeah. don't go out and do that. So, like, it's so weird because I remember there was an argumentative essay on Dark Souls specifically, um, specifically featuring Dark Souls 3 in its ab- thing about um, why people play it, even though it's so hard, and do people play things because they're hard. And, like, one of the biggest arguments in that essay is, like, there's a lot of things that give you a sense of satisfaction after you do them that are hard, but people don't do those things. And instead, they play Dark Souls. And so it's, like, there's got to be some other thing. And, like, I I think I in, like, part of what Jake's talking about, like, the idea of, like, co-op, although co-oping in Dark Souls is harder to do, but also, like, the atmosphere. In, in Dark Souls 3, it's not quite so bad either. Yeah. It's a little... Um, it's a little bit of a different system from Dark Souls 1. But it so. is it is an interesting, like, why 
but it did i think also like spawn a very like toxic sub community of people and it also made yeah. a lot of people like me who came in later um just decide oh i can't play dark souls like it's too hard like bloodborne and dark souls are unapproachable for me and i can't buy them or pick them up so that's interesting and i know a lot of other people who felt that way who are like oh this this is for like hardcore gamers i can't possibly play this game when like it's not as unapproachable as they make it seem especially if you have help but like then you go to the community boards and you're like hell yeah i need help and people are like get good and you're like ha ha no but seriously seriously help me (laughs) (laughs) oh no seriously get good bro yeah get good bro like yeah that's that's what's frustrating it's alienating like i honestly my my thought was like and this is like early on this is like the wall of lothric i'm like if i could put in a cheat that would just make the enemy ai turn off just so i can walk through like i would have a dark souls 3 walking simulator i would be like that would be more fun than playing the game almost like that's why i I ultimately i didn't play the dark souls 3 dlc because i started the first one and i didn't enjoy it because it wasn't it wasn't even hard in like an interesting or creative way like it it wasn't hard because the enemies had difficult patterns that i had to memorize to get through it was hard because there was 50 of them at once in one place yeah and that's not fun to me. And it was hard because the boss had an absurd amount of health. And it's just yeah, like... And then like four I'm phases. Just grinding, and it's not fun for me. I, yeah. it, at least make it interesting. Like, I don't know, Logarius is difficult because he has really difficult attack patterns. Yeah. You know? Or like, the thing that's like, like that. frustrating too is like, when, you, well, look, when you're fighting like Maria, she's got three phases, but like three phases of her one health bar. Not, you yeah. beat all the way down to the health bar and then you get a brand new health bar. It's Are like, you talking yeah. about Lothric? <laughs> I haven't even got the Lothric. Um, Is that what happens? To Lothric's him? actually Lothric's not that bad, but there's a boss fight in the DLC that's like that. Ariando. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Oh god, I yeah. watched someone play that, and it took so long. Like I was like, it's not even fun. I didn't even like, want to watch the playthrough. Like they were like joking and stuff, but I'm like, I can't even watch this as like a fun <laughs> time with my friends. Like I can't even sit down and enjoy. I don't eat popcorn, but w- carrots <laughs> and like enjoy this because it's just so it's just too much yeah and like um i feel like for people like me lothric is kind of hard because you beat them down all the way and it's kind of like that thing with the witches i have a really hard time with boss fights like that where you know how like the younger brother whose whose name wait which one is lothric Lothric. then what was the younger brother's name no lothric is the younger one okay which one i think which one's the large one i because <laughs> you fight him first and then you're like oh yes i've killed yeah, you lothric is the younger prince and then the older one is lorian lorian is he is he's the he's the large one the large one okay so you fight him first and you're like oh yes i've defeated him and it's like bitch no hold yeah. on let me and jump on brother, your back bro yeah yeah okay the cre- the creepiest most awkward sibling scene in a video game <laughs> arguably is that scene yeah. and i'm like y'all this is really upsetting and then he climbs on his back and then it's like if you don't fuck up lothric while you're playing he's like uh but i can just heal you bro and i'm like ah and it's like if you don't kill the witches fast enough in um bloodborne it's the same thing where they can kind of like respawn yeah they kind of go on and on and yeah. on and that kind of stuff with a person Lo- i I think that the Lothric Lorian boss fight sucks less than the witches of Oh, Hedwig, it definitely honestly. sucks less. But like <laughs> that kind of stuff really just grinds my gears. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like, 
I, I honestly started having more fun when I was playing with Dave than by myself. Like, I was really like, I really like the way this looks. I love the way, like, I don't know, like, my favorite thing would be to go and collect all the armor sets and see what I can, like, you know, fashion souls together. But I'm like, this is like, like, even trying to get to the stupid, what's it called, the, the Abyss Watcher fight. I have to go through the woods, backstab the one guy, wait for the race to come and fight the other guys guarding the door. Then run through the you forest beneath, behind them while they're being distracted. Run past the two guys back there. Hide behind the door as they come to the corner, kill them, then wait for it to find out, see if the wraiths win or if the monsters win, and then kill whoever's left, then call on Black Hand Gotthard, who gets dead every time you fight the freaking the watchers. And who I'm like, gets dead. Who gets dead? Yeah, get hard, got, got dead. So I'm like, cool name, bro. Just, just sucks. Um, so, and then burn through eight embers and then cry on Twitter and then finally get some friends to help me out. <laughs> so I'm like, this is too much for I a video like game. Watchers fight. Like, I'm not like trying to be Mr. Dark Souls and be like, oh, I'm going to be, hey, everybody watch me like freaking new game 87 this guy real quick with one hit with like my freaking, I don't know, like that those crazy like bloodborne videos where they like kill the freaking riotous in one hit and i'm like how like how are you that good at this game like i'm not i don't want to be that good i just want to have fun and i'm not having fun so that was my salt um let's see i don't know if i'm going to be able to call dave anytime i want to play dark souls so we'll see how i do next. Yeah, isn't he australian no i think he's uh <laughs> he's east coast though so it was funny i'm like it's midnight isn't it like three o'clock for you and he's like yeah but i'll go work tomorrow so i'm like <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah. um but then i had work so that was that's where i i failed myself but um yeah so then my next salt is um is that they uh netflix is canceling their shows like i don't know if y'all remember like not too long ago i was all excited about kimmy schmidt and i was saying like how the theme song is our budborn theme uh they yeah. canceled that so bye kimmy schmidt i guess they're at least giving giving her a movie so about like an hour, maybe hour and a half to like kind of like wrap everything up. But I'm like, that show was like super hilarious. And that that's that's all we get. Like, oh, and then there was another show that came out called um, Everything Sucks. That I guess is like set in the 90s and um, looked like it had like a good like future. But they canceled that. And that's not getting a movie, though. Well, like, I don't know how they would wrap that up, but I really enjoyed it. And they canceled that. So. I don't know. But they're going to have like 47 like comedy specials next year in 2019 and it's supposed to be like a digital. Well, it's just like they canceled Sensei and uh, yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. one. Uh, I can't remember. Something also got else. canceled. Like, I'm just saying. They, I guess it just depends on. Well, Sensei, it was weird because I felt like I had a lot of people watching it and yet still it got canceled. Yeah. But I, it's I like think the it's really. Firefly effect. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's like one of those things where it's just like, I think it's like a viewership thing. Yeah. And Netflix isn't going to waste money on something that they don't. Yeah, don't get the numbers on. Viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the people that do like it, love it, but not enough people are watching it. So, yeah, that sucks. Um, but I don't know. I was kind of like, my wife was like, no, they, they, they Every canceled. Every time you say my wife, the boar rap. My wife. My wife. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah. So she 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 like texts me. She's like, "No, Kimmy Schmidt." So we were sad. And then um, my last bit of the pre-salt is uh, or pre-salt salt. You mean salt? Yeah, salt. Um, 
There's this band called the Twenty One Pilots. I don't know how yeah. how familiar people are to it. I didn't realize they're so fucking popular in this state. Twenty One Pilots. Apparently, I did for some reason. I didn't realize that you need to be. Yeah, here, here's the genesis of a Twenty One Pilots song here in Utah. Is I hear it on the radio once and I'm like, oh, this is okay. And then I hear it two million more times and I'm like, I hate this song so much. And then I change the channel and it's playing on the second channel. So I change it again and it's playing on a third channel. And then I just turn off my radio and and drive in silence. I don't even know the rest of the words to that song. I only hear. You know what's funny is like I always skip that song. Oh, you know the the one that's the one that from the vine where it's like, help me bolarize, help me bolarize, help me down the stairs. I have no idea what the fucking real words to that song. Polarize. Are. Oh, polarize. Yeah, yeah. It's called polarize. Oh, well. Polarize. Help me polarize. No, the one that drives me crazy is uh is heathens. The one from the uh, oh yeah Suicide Squad. Squad soundtrack. That one's terrible. That yeah. one's from All fucking the. Heathens, take it slow. Take it slow. <laughs> yeah. I love how you can't exist in this culture without somehow knowing some part of a Twenty One Pilots. It's cr- like I honestly went through not knowing. The only thing I knew of them was that one video of theirs that went viral where he's playing the ukulele. Um and different places on tour, Why and he's playing the uh, that Elvis song "Fools Rush In." Only fools rush in. Uh, I know the the one where they're on tricycles. No, you know, no, that one's that's blurry that's face. An actual music video. Yeah, yeah. If I could go back, yeah. Yeah. The good old days or something like that. Yeah. If I could turn back time. To the good old days. Good old days. Yeah. When the mom was saying, us to sleep, but now, now we're stressed out. Yeah. Stressed out. <laughs> yeah, stressed yeah. out. <laughs> That's what it's called. You got to sing the whole song to remember the name. Um, but yeah, so like, I honestly didn't know about them except for that viral video of like, um, yeah, the guy playing ukulele and singing the Elvis song. And then like I started listening to him. I'm like, hey, this is pretty catchy. Like, homeboy can actually rap. So I'm like... Okay, you've you've gotten me twenty one pilots, and then I realize they're like okay, like they're kind of cool. So they have new singles coming out, and like of course the internet's like oh my god, new new whatevers, and so like they're all excited about it, and then like it's two new singles. One is called Jumpsuit, and the other one is called Nico and the Niners, and I'm like okay. So I listen to the song called Jumpsuit, and it has a video, and I have no idea what the song or the video is about. It's like him on top of a burning car. Then all of a sudden, him waking up and like freaking might as well be freaking Death Stranding because it looks like the same place that um, what's his name is walking through. Um, Norman Reedus, like that, like you know where he drops the body or in the in the river or whatever, climbing the mountain. And then like there's these people with like <laughs> Game of Thrones mask on or like I don't even know what's going on. They're throwing rose petals at him, and then the whole time he's I like, I feel like you should know that they were a fallout boy discovery like that's how they initially got popular and i think they went they opened so for we them have, on tour yeah we have fallout boy to play. i was gonna say was like cause aren't they all like fueled by ramen the only people i know from fueled by ramen is like paramore so yeah like, yeah like, they are and like, they were they were a uh a, a fallout boy discovery wow but yeah so like i'm watching this video and the whole time he's like my jumpsuit makes me go high my jumpsuit my jumpsuit and I'm like, what the hell is your jumpsuit, dude? 
and then like and Google the lyrics and then go on a journey, a spiritual. You really journey. should. Like, are the are they up already? Uh, let me see let's if I see. can find it while you're talking. Somebody, somebody would have posted yeah. them by now. Sure. Jumpsuit lyrics. Yep. Twenty-one. 21 wow, that was fast. Just a day. Look at the. Oh, let's see. I can't believe how much I hate pressures of a new place roll my way. Jumpsuit, jumpsuit, cover me. Jumpsuit, jumpsuit, cover me. I crumble underneath the weight. Pressures of a new place roll my way. Jumpsuit, jumpsuit. Get another Life Sucks single from the yeah. 21 Pilots. Are they okay? Spirits I think about this room. all the time. You know what? You know what's funny is like I say that, but like I, whenever I write anything, or I, um, I rarely ever write anything when I'm in a good mood, or. Well, I take that back. Sometimes I, I'm in a good mood and I write about a bad mood that had happened previously because, let's be honest, I have to be functioning to do anything. And in order to do that, my depression has to not be holding me by the balls. But, like, I, I feel like I, too mostly write about my sad stuff so maybe i shouldn't just be like are you okay but also sometimes i'm like are you okay like is the weekend okay is he okay the weekend is not okay like like, i just i need him to get some therapy immediately anyways yeah so like even the next the next song is called nico and the niners and it's like reversed we are banditos you will you will leave dima and head true east we denounce vialism and then it's like, East is up, I'm fearless when I hear this on the low. East is up, I'm careless when I wear my rebel clothes. East is up, when bishops come together, they will know that Dima don't control us. Dima don't control. East is up. I'm like, what? And then East like, is up, there's, Okay, and then like the chorus, I'm heavy. My jumpsuit is on stage. What's the jumpsuit? What does it mean? <laughs> like... I'm lighter when I'm lower. I'm higher when I'm heavy. Oh, oh. I'm so high. My jumpsuit takes me so high. I'm flying from a fire from Nico and the Niners. Jake, What kind of fever dream D&D? Have you ever, like, basically any English literature class, like, lit class or any, like, English 2 and beyond in college Uh is basically you spending six million years saying what the fuck what the fuck at poetry like all the time yeah. you just pick it up and you're like what does this mean what does this mean and you're like basically nicholas cage being like how to get burned how to get burned how to get burned <laughs> and you're like circling every single thing and you're like what does this mean and i'm like bruh sometimes sometimes it don't mean anything <laughs> yeah but so- like you know the subconscious is a dark mystifying place <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know, like, and it just like musically, the, him, the huh? I it that, means I'm what it means oh, to it means him, means. you know? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And like, he's like what the poet, the like the guy that cries in the middle of his own song. So like, that's I mean. me. I'm the person who cries in the middle of my own song. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Like, hey, the homeboy can rap though. I'll give him that. Like, he actually he can flow. Um, that's which was what sold me on that first one that. Or the last album they had, um, but so I don't know. I'm looking forward to it because, like, who doesn't know Twenty One Pilots at this point? Uh, apparently, me. I just found out about them like last year. So you truly They're just are so overplayed. On yeah, the I know. Twenty One Pilots. You don't know Twenty One Pilots. Twenty One Pilots. All these seventeen year old kids show up at my house. Haven't you ever walked <laughs> by a hot topic? <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> I like listening to Tyler Joseph from Twenty One Pilots. 
He's a great rap man. <laughs> and you got one up on me. I didn't know his name. Yeah, I didn't either. I just knew. No, I know because then, like, them, of, course, cause of course, I guess I am a dad. Because then I went into like, let's find out who these young fellows are on the internet. And then like, there's... I only know the one that shaved his head in that car radio one, and the other one. <laughs> the other one. Yeah. No, well, like I looked into the like the whole like because I guess it was like a full band, and then they left the like singer dude <laughs> high and dry, and then he they got the drummer dude to show up. So I guess like. The one guy does everything, and the other guy just shows up and like plays drums. So, like. That's me. That's my mood. And he got the disco with one extra member. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so weird though is that somehow they found really good because I saw Panic at the Disco after the great divorce. great divorce. I don't even think they had Spencer. Wait, Spencer might have been there when I saw them, but everybody else was like basically studio music- musicians and friends who came to fill in uh, for like the tours and stuff. And it was actually pretty good. And actually, they had very talented people, and I was like, these people are more talented yeah. than the... Because I had seen them before, I think, too, I'm pretty sure, when they I, were, like, a whole say, band. I want to say Bruno Mars does that, too. He just kind of gets local musicians to play backup. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because he doesn't have, like, a band. And then, obviously, Florence and the Machine does that. Like, the Machine <laughs> is whatever local musicians they can rustle up for a concert. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of like that sometimes. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. And you never know what you're going to get. But yeah. yeah. And you know, they're helping out local artists too. You know, one time I saw Metro Station and I thought that the lead singer dude was going to fucking lose it. Because there's (laughs) one point. So there's like the bass player who's like the really popular one, right? And then the lead singer basically was running around doing every fucking thing else. The bass player wasn't even playing bass half the time. (laughs) And there was this one part where like the bass player is just crowd surfing, right? And like, it's... He sings a lot of it, too. He's just not there, right? And the fucking guitar player, lead singer guy, just stops and takes his hat and turns it on backwards, really angry, and then continues. (laughs) (laughs) He put on his tantrum hat. He put on his tantrum hat. He's like, my fucking... And, like, somehow they're still together, and I don't know how. Because if my friend did that to me all the fucking time, I'd be like, you can go fuck yourself. But I feel like... Maybe he was just worried that if he left Metro Station, the other guy would just find somebody else to do all the work for him since he was the popular one. So he's just like, I better stay here and get paid. But like, God, it was so I was just like, bitch, what the fuck? He's like, the money's too good. Just turn your hat back and just keep going. Just turn your hat all backwards and keep playing, bro. Yeah. So anyways, that's that's my salt. All right. Well. I did want to talk a little bit about the cosplay contest more. Um, I was so fucking nervous going into that. I always am, but I was just like, I was extremely fucking nervous. And so I go into prejudging and I'm like, hi, I'm cosplaying Ozra from the Arcana. And one of the judges pipes up gender bent. And I'm like, like it totally threw me for a loop. I was like, no. And just, I, I never really recovered from that. I like didn't, because I, I wasn't expecting it, and I, it just totally threw me, and I didn't get to talk about all the stuff I wanted to talk about. But also, what a weird fucking question to ask. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like, if I'm going to be gender, but I'm going to fucking tell you. I would have told them, because it requires a little bit of creativity on my part. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I handed them my documentation, and the first page was a picture of Azra, and I was, like, clearly wearing the same costumes. Yeah. I'm a little... And, like, also... Another contestant was pretty quick to point out that it, 
um, if they'd asked that of a transgender participant, it would have been pretty hurtful. Yeah. So yeah. probably just generally not an appropriate question to ask. And I don't know why she thought to do that. And I really hope it doesn't happen again next year. Cause like, like why, why? Yeah. Sorry, not sorry for being female, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, just let me dress up like dudes and not ask me if I'm a gender bent character. Yeah. Get I'm not. Okay. You can get bent, right? <laughs> you know, like, I can I... ask, like, is, like, because for whatever reason, like, I can understand using gender swap, but, like, gender bent just sounds kind of, like, mean. Like, why it, is it, it bent? Used to like just the term, be, it used to just be, like, to bend, to change. To swap, I know right? a lot of people yeah. have issues, like, with it now, and some people say cis swap as the new thing to say. Yeah, that's the main issue, is that it would, like, do very, like, performative gender roles where it's like i'm cosplaying gender bent 11th doctor where i just have long hair and a skirt instead of pants <laughs> and it's like that sort of thing yeah. yeah but um it's yeah i mean that is the term and people do have valid issues with it for that reason yeah but, i was just wondering because i was just like huh it just sounds like gender bent like i ugh, know like, like for some <laughs> for some people like me like it's i don't have a very this is actually an issue like a deeper issue as part of like me being genderqueer and having deep dysphoria issues with my body. But like basically like anytime I, I can't really bind that well without it being like, if I was going to bind at a convention, it would be very cumbersome. Let's put it that way. Like it's not something I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, there's a lot of people who do it who are bigger than me and I respect that. I don't know how you fucking do it. Cause I would lead, I would immediately die. And then I would like pull my binder up and just like fucking a fucking waterfall of sweat. Tidal wave of titty. <laughs> <laughs> it was like titty. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Every time I take my sports bra off, I'm like titty tidal wave. Um, but like, it's just, it's just a bad time. So for me, like in general, I try to get creative with the costumes that I'm making. Um, but sometimes I'm just like, you're just going to have to accept that I'm cosplaying a man and I'm not a gender bent character. And I just have, tatadas like you're just gonna have to deal with it and like i i don't know i think in in this modern i don't want to completely get rid of the idea of like what if this character had been female or whatever right like because yeah. i think that's a fun thing to explore um but and the judge didn't know this but azra is like in canon supposed to be gender fluid anyway so yeah. like i mean that could be an interesting concept as well but i didn't do that so it was yeah. a really weird question yeah. to ask. <laughs> I, I just think that's an inappropriate question to ask because unless someone's telling you, like, this is what I'm doing, like like you said, that could be a serious issue for anybody who has body dysmorphia issues based on their gender. So, yeah, yeah that was unprofessional, yeah. I think, a little bit. Yeah. So, God, I hope she didn't ask anybody else that. But One time my friend asked somebody <laughs> if they were dressed as Indiana Jones. <laughs> and the person got we were tabling and the she's like oh are you indiana jones i swear to you he was wearing like the hat and like the jacket with the shirt the whole get up except for the whip right and she, and he got so angry he's like no i just dress like this every day and then he like stormed off okay. and that's on him <laughs> and i was like i looked at my friend i was like please don't ask anybody if they're pregnant <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went I went up to someone's artist alley booth and they were like, Are you Snake from Black Butler? And I was like, Whomst? Whomst? <laughs> <laughs> Are you snake? Um and but moving on from that, like, it's too hot. 
Hot yeah. damn. Convention edition. Um, it was over 100 degrees both days of Gaming Con. Jesus. Right, and the first day, I was okay, because I was wearing, like, an athletic t-shirt, like, a, a t-shirt made out of, like, that athletic, um, breathable material, and, yeah. like, just a sports bra underneath. And so for the, like, five seconds that I left the convention center to go to Crown Burger for lunch, it was a nightmare. But aside from that, not so bad. The second day, there were more people... Um, I was wearing a lot more layers because Ozra has the coat, the shawl, the shirt, the scarf, like just yeah. long pants, knee-high boots. I was dying. I was also taped into my costume. Um, I had, <laughs> I was doing very light open shirt bindings. I like don't have a lot going on in my chest, thankfully, so I didn't have to really tape it down. But I was essentially, it was essentially insurance against nip slips, and yeah. it was. Because of that, I kind of like I had to kind of consciously remind myself to breathe normally because I was sort of instinctively taking these shallow breaths uh, due to the tape. But I had so I had to kind of con- like constantly remind myself to breathe normally, or else I was going to pass out. And that all of that kind of combined to make me just a living embodiment of the concept of sweat. <laughs> and I was just, <laughs> I was just dying and like. My my friends kind of always joke that I'm the convention mom, but like that day, that day I was the convention infant. They were taking <laughs> care of my dumb ass. And I'm just like, like, I, I kind of made a joke about this on Twitter where like my friends were constantly asking me like, are you okay? And I was just the penguin from Madagascar, <laughs> like astral projecting the entire day. And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> it was so hot. That's just and, me when I'm too hot. Like, <laughs> People are like, are you okay? And I'm just that penguin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was also anxious, of course, because of the the contest. Um, And also the Sandy Expo Center that it was in. Like, they have these giant windows facing west. So when the sun was setting, it was just beating down in those windows and just making everyone suffer. And, oh, man. Oh, man. Um, Also, because it's summertime... The bugs have invaded my apartment. <laughs> and, like, you guys are always, like, I try to keep it on the down low for actually recording, but afterwards I'm always just like, oh, fuck me, a beetle just ran across my hand. And they're <laughs> like, are you okay? I don't know. But um, I was getting dressed on Saturday morning, and I put my, my I put Ozra's wig on and everything, and there's, like, this little black, I'm kind of fluffing it. There's this little black thing in there, wow. so I pull it out, and it's a fucking live bug. And wow. I like flung it across the room. <laughs> just like, why? No. <laughs> <laughs> Too many bugs. Um, also, <laughs> when I went to work on my Chocobo Keep helmet, I was reaching into this like cabinet that I don't really go into very often because my uh, work gloves were in there somewhere, and I'm like, where are they? And I just find this gigantic dead hornet. And I'm like, no! I don't need work gloves after all. Slams door. <laughs> like, I know I'm going to have to go in there eventually, but I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, at least it's dead. But then the bigger question is, where did dead. it come from? <laughs> where did it come from? I don't know. Where did you this come is, from, Cotton Nigel? <laughs> this is what, this, this wasp or whatever it was, is what my mom would refer to as a 747. It, it was quite large. <laughs> <laughs> Jet-sized wasp. <laughs> Terrifying. Um, the only other thing that I really have to talk about 
is that um, Final Fantasy XIV FanFest is coming to Vegas this year in November. And my friends were going to go. And I just got into 14, and my friends were really excited about this con, and I'm like, maybe I could go. And it turns out that I just barely got the deadline for an access code, because they said that you needed to have an active subscription account, uh, including the free trial that you get after you buy the game. Uh, you had to have an active subscription between January 1st, 2018 and June 22nd, 2018. And I bought the game and activated my subscription on June 15th, 2018. So I barely got in. And I was like, all right. And they sent me an access code. And I went on my lunch break to get in line for, for tickets. They went on sale at 1 p.m. my time on Tuesday, the 10th. And I was there exactly at 1 p.m., slightly before. And they sold out before I could get a ticket. Within 30 to 40 minutes. Yep. That's the fucking tables that went in exactly one minute. I'm like, how are y'all so fast? That's... I'm not going to FanFest this year. Uh, And next year it's in, like, Paris or something. So I'm not going next year either, obviously. Clearly. Um, it's it sucks because my friends are, got tickets, at least most of them did that I know of, and so I'm just like, oh, we'll have fun, guys. Bye. <laughs> um, but I am still making the costumes that I planned for that because that was what the the uh, Chocobo Keep and the Mikote starter set were going to be for. So I'm just I'm just gonna make them fight me. I don't care. <laughs> I think I'll probably wear the Mikote to the the um anime bonsai cosplay contest so um one of them is gonna go in the anime bonsai cosplay contest i'm worried about the chocobo keep because i can't fucking see out of that helmet (laughs) but uh, (laughs) so i don't know if i'll do that one if i can't get a handler but uh i saw a fire keeper go by and i'm like how do you fucking see right now it was a doll and a fire keeper from dark souls 3 the doll was probably leading the fire keeper around (laughs) And I was, because I was just like, how most can you see? <laughs> how most indeed. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what I'm working on right now. Uh, Anime Bonsai is in October, so stay tuned. I'm probably going to be talking about this a lot. <laughs> and that's my salt. So, as you know, um, Wrecking Ball is in PTR. However, I also found out that Sombra is a big PTR play right now, too, because Sombra received some changes, one of them as a nerf for Hammond, which is that she can essentially hack his minefield, which takes it out for 10 seconds, which is half of its duration, um, which is a pretty good nerf uh, for him, and a pretty so it makes Sombra a good counter to Hammond if you're having a big issue with him. Um, which people might, because I was watching people play him in the PTR, and I was like, holy shit. Um, but there are some other weird things. So Sombra already got that weird change, right? Um, and then they nerfed it, because they were like, shit, we made her too powerful. And then they were like, okay, well, we're going to give you the infinite 
um, invisibility, right? Which I have mixed feelings about because as one person, one player pointed out, like the infinite invisibility basically encourages bad team play. So like essentially the person will just lay back and stay invisible for so long that like they never actually hit anything because they're waiting for the perfect opportunity instead of just fucking shooting something and then disappearing, which is what you're kind of supposed to do as Sombra, you know? Um, but also the other team now, at least in PTR, can destroy your um, translocators, right? Which is kind of annoying because Sombra essentially is pretty squishy like your main thing is kind of like tracer where you like get in you annoy the shit out of people and you get out right but tracers like um ability is her like jump forward or whatever nobody can touch that nobody can delete that from her except sombra if she hacks you right but like sombra's stupid fucking translocators are like my number one way to like get behind enemy lines especially when you're being choked out of the point and just like translocating over there and then dropping your translocator by a heel pack behind enemy lines and then running in and there's nothing the enemy team can do about it which is good when your entire team is choked up right and you can't get through well now they can just destroy it it doesn't matter it like and it's already on cooldown so if you don't get back there in time anyway it'll just self-destruct so i'm just like what is the need for your enemy the enemy team to be able to destroy it it's so fucking stupid and it's like they just won't make adjustments because they're like oh we don't want to adjust her character too much deleting the qualities of the character which is fair but it is also the argument they use for not giving Anna some sort of mobility aid. And I'm like, bitches, it costs you zero dollars to give her moon shoes. Um, <laughs> it's so annoying because like they they won't just do anything about it because they're like, oh, it changes the Anna play too much. I'm like, just make it a ridiculously long cooldown so that it's just an emergency because there's not there's nowhere to go where every other healer has some like a scope plan except maybe Zenyatta, but Zenyatta is also much more mobile than um Anna is. You know what I'm saying? Because even Mercy can latch on and then like drive herself over to another character. Like Anna really has nothing. But anyway. I don't know how I feel about the Sombra updates that are going on in the PTR right now. Um, I I don't know. I don't think they know what to do with this character. I like playing her and people... Oh, sorry. Sorry, that tends to be the case with uh, Overwatch characters in general. I know. I don't know even... I just don't understand. Although the other day I was doing really well as a Reaper in Mystery Heroes, which was a fucking mystery to me, speaking of Mystery Heroes, because I am awful i y'all should know that when i joined overwatch i thought i was going to be a reaper main <laughs> oh a fool how the turntables how, how the turntables exactly <laughs> um yeah i i think sombra like a lot of people don't play her in comp although i find her refreshing in comp sometimes when like i said you're blocked up and you're choked out at the fucking spawn camp or whatever or especially in places like um eichenwald where you're trying to get to that first point and there's just like this bridge and essentially what will happen is no one can get past this bridge because of turrets or whatever and you just sombra your way through that bullshit and get out of there really helpful she's a really good like i need something to be sneaky immediately option although the other day i just walked onto the point as moira and nobody stopped me and i was like you fools um but i don't know and they don't really know what they're doing with sombra i think she's a unique character 
So I think she's kind of hard to balance, but really, it's like there so many people have pointed out how you could balance Mercy, like, and um, Overwatch is just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Goodbye. I'm like, they're like, suddenly I can't read. I don't know. Whatever. Um, also, it's Con Crunch right now, and I'm slowly losing my mind. I <laughs> am so stressed That's my out. my eternal mood. <laughs> I, I'm, like, trying to cosplay. I don't know what I'm doing. I cut out all my pieces for my jacket and i realized i have to sew them together now and i'm like i don't understand what sewing is um (laughs) and i have so much stuff and i just don't know what i'm doing and then on the other you can do it i believe in you thank you Kay. thank you um like the props like i'm more confident about i think because it's a lot like my sculpture classes in college so i know like okay i have and i have time to work on my props this time unlike last time i tried to do this um the sewing i'm really not confident about at all so we'll see how that goes and then i have so much stuff to do and like honestly i think i talked about this last time about how um i think one of the reasons i'm so stressed out is because like i at the end of the day i could make all the stuff and nobody buys anything and that's always stressful and I just, I'm like, I don't know what's going to sell. And like, I don't, like, I don't know what I would do with extra stuff afterwards. I guess I could put it online and sell it. But like, it, it's just a stressful thing. And like being torn between content I want to create and then content that I think will sell better than the content I want to create. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and trying to find a balance between the two. Because it's really frustrating trying to like realizing it's like oh i really want to make this print and i'm like there's no market for this though so then like and i have to think of like okay well this con is in this area so this might be like what's popular there but like i don't know it's hard um i was looking at people's hauls from anime expo and i was looking at like what they were selling and seeing what people bought and like just trying to get like a feel for what's really popular right now um but it's just it's just a mess and I'm really stressed out. And like that plus the cosplay is really stressing me out. Like I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I have no direction. I feel like every day I wake up and I'm like trying. I really I mean, I I made most of this money um, for like investing in this through doing commissions and then um, other it's like other spare money. It's not like it's not like main income money. But it's just so hard. And, like, on top of that, I also have to apply for schools right now. Um, and because August 30th is the deadline for, like, the college apps. And I'm just – I'm really – I'm really overwhelmed, I think. Um, I'm a – I'm I, I can't sleep at night because of this. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm – there's fucking tiny spiders in my room, which means that somewhere uh. a bunch of – tiny spiders were just born and i'm no i'm so sad right now and i i i they're just tiny spiders and i'm just upset because this is like the third or fourth tiny spider i've seen uh (laughs) so anyway i'm real stressed out about the con and i'm real stressed out about the fact that i keep sending out job apps too and getting nothing in response so i'm sad and poor and i don't know what to do about it um on that note of, like, the hustling, I will also say that, like, recently there was some drama in the art world. I don't know if you saw it through other artists or whatever, whoever you follow, about um, a woman who took a commission 
did the commission essentially got ripped off by a much larger company than her. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. The Steven Universe art, right? Yeah, well, that happened as well as another person got ripped off for a book cover she did um, that uh, essentially I think they ended up it ended up becoming really unprofessional, the conversation between her and the publisher, but I think it was also published by that same... I think the whole book itself is published by the same people. Um, I think it's uh, the same people. But yeah, the other girl had the issue where she did a cover for the Steven Universe comic, and then essentially it was legally licensed to Hot Topic through that company, um, without her permission though. And it was her art. Um, but she couldn't give permission because she didn't realize that in her doing the cover of this book, her art could then be used for merchandise. So yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, I just think like, it's disgusting that large companies take advantage of small artists. And we talk about this, about like Ubisoft crowdsourcing for their book and whatnot. It's ridiculous. You can afford to fucking pay people for the stuff that they do. And like, she's like, oh, I received um, gratuities from that shirt. And she's like, it was like literally a couple of cents. Like that's how much she made off of it. Um, Unfortunate. And this other artist just never got their work published. Um, because at the end of the day, the, like, conversation was so, um, disrespectful between the creator and her that she just, like, dropped, I, I'm pretty sure she just, like, refunded her the money and was like, I don't want to do this. Um, unfortunate. So, and that creator was really unprofessional in that they were subtweeting about this person, essentially. They were like, oh, we're gonna, like, badmouth this person on Twitter, um, and so she's like, excuse me, I have some facts for you about what fucking happened between me and this person. It's just hard. I guess I think I guess I'm having a little bit of an existential crisis right now. In my li- I'm having a midlife crisis and I'm not even well, we don't know. There could be a nuclear annihilation. I think about that a lot now because of Gumball. Thanks, Gumball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I I really am worried that, like, what if I never get a good job that's, like, an actual human job in which I can keep myself alive and I'm just constantly hustling for the rest of my life and then there's all these companies that want to take advantage of you and, like, because the economy is so shitty right now and because things are, like, spiraling out of control and nobody can afford anything, how long are people going to be able to afford art? And then, like, where does that leave me on the other end of that? And that's a that's a, that's a big, deep pool i'm spiraling into and i can't fucking sleep at night and it's just it's legitimately awful but i figured i'd talk about it because i'm sure there are other people right now who are feeling really overwhelmed by like the political situation and just life situation in general and the heat that um apparently according to some imported salt isn't that bad but like you don't understand people this was like last year when people like their dog's feet in arizona were getting burnt on the ground and i'm like this ain't right infrastructure was melting we'll talk about this when we actually talk about that import salt but like she is right that 
People experience temperatures differently, and what's comfortable for one person may not be comfortable for yeah, another. Yeah, but also uh, yeah, 100 degrees is but, hot. I don't care. If yeah, it's but not also, I would just like to mention that ecologically, some areas are not supposed to be experiencing certain heat, which dan- yeah. damages the fragile ecosystem that already exists there. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and man-made infrastructure that was never meant to withstand those heats because previous to this time they had this problem last year previous to this time it had never even gotten that hot even in desert areas and it was starting to get so hot that it was literally melting infrastructure to me that's a problem and uh it can make you feel a little bit like you're living in the apocalypse you know what i'm saying a little hunger gamesy like any day now someone's gonna be like we're taking tribute we're gonna like live broadcast this i don't even doubt it i don't even think twice about it yeah where will we film it somewhere in the midwest um they'll just knock down some of that corn and (laughs) that was the only mistake they made in uh hunger games is that they didn't put the whole thing in the midwest but yeah i just thought i'd talk about it because i'm sure there are some other people who are like fuck right now i'm really stressed out um can't even really drink caffeine right now which means i can't have diet coke a lot i don't i think i've had very much diet coke in the past week and a half or two weeks because it makes my heart race and I got to be careful. You, I mean, if you like the flavor, I think they do have caffeine-free Diet Coke Fun now. fact about something that they put in the caffeine-free Diet Coke oh, for no. the flavor. It, like, makes my throat feel like it's closing up. So I don't know if it's okay, something they have to do to then. replace the, like, whatever the caffeine gives to the flavor. But, yeah, I was doing that and I was like, mm, this makes my throat swollen and I don't know why. So, life sure comes at you fast. Yeah, um, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first because my mom drinks the caffeine free Diet Coke. So I was like, oh, I'll do this. Yeah, which is why I'm drinking caffeine free 7 Up, which is while being better than, ca- I mean, not caffeine free 7 Up, Diet 7 Up because it's caffeine free, while being better than Diet Sprite is still not Diet Coke. Um, I kind of like Diet Sprite. I don't like Diet Sprite very much. It's kind of too sweet for me, but I don't like sweet things. So there you fucking go. There's my story. I like the, I like the cranberry. Well, that's different. Sprite. Cranberries. really good. Add cranberries to anything. You got yourself a better meal. Um, True. Yeah. I I can't really think of, like, the, like, or I guess stuff that flavor profiles match with fruitiness. Um, But I really like cranberry. So you got an argument. You got me there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So stay strong, everybody. Stay stronger than me. Watch movies that you really like. Um, And... And, like, stay cool, unless you're my, who we'll get into right now with the imported salt. <laughs> well, speaking of imported salt, we've got a guest on my end. So, uh, Oh, yes? Yeah. So, just in case you're like, is Jake being mocking? Oh. Uh, no, that's, that's my son. Here, do you want to say anything real quick, dudes? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> featuring my kid okay imported salt oh that was just cute we'll see he's being kind of good right now but if he gets up and drop (laughs) me in the throat and i can't speak that's why um so first one comes from my sinclair at my underscore sinclair i cannot join you in the 100 degree fahrenheit dying heat that is like bare minimum comfortable temperature um, I've lived in SoCal for five years. It was perfectly <laughs> properly warm during the summer. P.S. People just find temperatures differently. What y'all find hot, I find cold, but whatevs. This is just a personal preference thing. Um, 
and like we just said, yes, like I guess certain things are personal preference. Like if I don't know, you're Richard and you live in a place that's normally cold. Sure, seventy two, seventy five degrees feels warm to you. Where we're like, wait, you know. And I want to say, <laughs> Richard and I make fun of each other for temperatures constantly. Yeah. It's like ninety oh, yeah. percent of our conversation. Yeah, same thing. He's talking about getting. <laughs> yeah, we had this like like thing last show where it's like getting sunburned in seventy two degree weather, and I was like, I'd rather that yeah. than which is. Absolutely yeah, possible. but I would but, rather um, be yeah. sunburned in seventy-two degree weather than like a hundred and ten degree weather than just melting into a puddle. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He made he made fun of me. He keeps making fun of me because one time I I teased him because he said it was going to be seventy-five and he was sweating and I'm like it's going to be seventy-five and I have to put on a jacket yeah. and so I took a picture of myself in like a light hoodie <laughs> and sent it to him. I'm like, see, and so now every time I say it's ninety-five degrees outside, he's like, don't need a jacket today, do yeah. you? But it does raise legitimate issues because people were straight up dying in the UK because of the insulation in their houses that they yeah. use to um, help them in that cold weather that they usually have, even in the summer. And actually, quite recently in uh, Quebec, yep, I think about eighty people died because of the recent heat wave. Yep, they're just they just don't get that yeah. kind of heat normally. Yeah, in yeah. Quebec. So like. I, I understand that. I think more so I'm complaining about the fact that it used to be one temperature around here, like, years ago. And, like, it would get up to 100, but 100 would be the cutoff. That was hot, okay? It wasn't fucking 111 degrees outside. And that electron additional 11 degrees is what actually immediately kills you you think you're gonna be okay because you're like it's only 11 more degrees how could it possibly feel worse than this and then suddenly the fucking lightning bolt shoots you from the sky (laughs) and it's the sun and the sun is just pissing all over you just pissing heat all over you it's awful it's just like you you shouldn't be able to bake cookies in your car like if you're baking cookies in your car it's too hot you know what I mean? It's too if hot. Your dog's I feel hot like I can bake cookies on my arm if I'm standing outside. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be in Arizona and be able to crack an egg on the asphalt and, like, freaking have an over-easy egg and a couple... And like I said, imagine your poor doggos. Yeah. Their little feetsies got burned. That was awful. Yeah, so... And people's fucking trash cans and shit were melting. And it's like, <laughs> I just... And I keep reminding people, like, when people are like, how could anybody have ever predicted this on the news? And I'm like, bitch, they did! And every time it was cold outside, you were like, global warming, where? I'm like, bitch, that's not how it works! and now and now people are running afraid and like the other day i sent this thing to my friend and i was like i really like this umbrella that says shit it's raining in french and she's like well get it and i'm like uh, well i would but what is rain and yeah. she's like oh you right though because yeah. we live in california and it hasn't really rained that much it's in a, a really long it time say shit it's hot outside in french yeah. because then you could use it for the sun it's like a dang tease too like it'd be like a couple drops of sprinkles you're like it's coming and it's like, nah, uh, like, no, no, no it's a lie. You. Yeah. You're like standing outside. You're like, yes, finally rain, and then it drops one fatty drop on your head, and it's over. Yeah. And the sun comes out and bakes you. Yeah, so it's a lie. I don't know. And then like, I don't know. I was complaining because it was like 104, 105, and then um, a fellow skeleton from uh, Don't Give Up Skeletons, Ali uh, Sleek who also, like, just a plug for him, he's got a blues album. So if you go on Spotify or wherever <laughs> and you look up the Ali Sleek uh, blues band, the homeboy's good. Like, he's he's pretty awesome. Um, he posted a picture 
uh, inside it, and he's like probably like the only guy in the Middle East with like a Lincoln. So that's how you know he's a real bluesman because everybody else is driving around and like I think he's at BMWs, and uh, he's like driving around in like this giant boat American Lincoln car, <laughs> blasting his blues music. But um, he said he had a picture where it said like fifty-one degrees Celsius, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, at first I was like 51, like, oh, wow. And then I'm like, oh, no, this is Celsius. This is bad. And then I. No, that's real bad. <laughs> is he okay? It's like 123 or something like that. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, you win. I don't even, I don't even, I can't even conceive of that temperature. Did, yeah. did like, you ask him if that was normal? I like straight up put R.I.P. and then the gift of like Terminator 2 where Sarah Connor gets her like skin blasted off and she's a skeleton in the like atomic bomb blast or whatever because I'm just like you're dead like you have to live in your Lincoln and hope you don't run out of gas to keep the air going because like wow like 120 degrees like I don't think I've ever been in 120 like maybe 110 but I'm pretty sure also we have to talk about the difference between walking outside gently and being like oh yes this is um this is fine yeah and enjoying the 100 degrees but then my friend works outside yeah r.i.p and <laughs> it when it's like 100 degrees and you're like lifting heavy stuff and that kind of shit yeah yeah you're basically dead inside and then, like, there's the, just the humidity versus dry heat and stuff like that too like heat is heat because <laughs> everyone's like i'd rather have dry heat and i'm like yeah but it's still hot like dry heat, I dry heat's like a. Have evil. you ever been in humidity yes. though? Do you know what it's like to get out of the shower and still be wet? Yeah, and then walking you fucking dried it's off. It's like getting and a, it's awful. It's like getting out of the shower and walking in a soup. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's you, gross. You just are soup. You like, are you soup. Just become yeah. soup. It's so gross. Like, My under titties <laughs> never dry. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about like dry heat, it's like it tricks you because like say if you walk out of like air conditioning into dry heat. You're like it's hot, but I think I'll survive. And it's like yeah, wrong you for like an hour. Yeah, you're like you wrong. Like I, was I got fool. you. Yeah, it's like got you, homie. This is how like the first one's always free. We got you. Like you're done. So yeah, I don't know. And I just think it's funny that like my made this one. Isn't my like an android or a robot? So like a f- yeah. yeah, does my Sinclair yeah. real? So she's does got like she's got like an internal fan running, probably some coolant yeah. and stuff like this. So of course you feel fine she, in the yeah. <laughs> of course, what yeah. we find hot, you're I okay agree. with because of your internal. She's fan. actually an AI. Yeah. Like, come on. Although if it gets too hot, she might overheat. Depends on how good her internal fan <laughs> <Yeah>. is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could just hear her like, ha. That's the sound my brain makes now when I'm confused or tired. Like, my brain, I just hear, like, a computer fan in my head. I'm like, why is this happening to me? Uh, uh, thanks, my. Appreciate when you write in. I don't know who wants to take. Should, yeah. do you, should I read uh, Richard? We have three, and there's three of us. So. Yeah, who's sure. takes um, <laughs> I'll do it, since... Richard stalks my uh, DMs and sends me spells. I mean, um, non-wizard things. We are not wizards tabletop podcast at we are not wizards. Okay, I'll keep this short. And then he proceeds to write long salt. <laughs> but not as long as he has written in the past. So why is there a fucking link here? Richard, we ain't got time for that. Um, <laughs> never post one of those things. <laughs> 
like this tweet and I'll do something things. Currently at 72 likes, which means I've written 72 different spells and I'm on my third time around the alphabet, but I included you lovely lot. And two, seriously, fuck moving house. It's stressful. No one seems to know what they are doing considering the huge fees we're paying people and my stress levels are through the... Through, I'm assuming he's saying through the roof, but it says room here, but I'm assume, assuming this isn't... He corrected me and told me that pishing is actually a thing and not pissing. So, But it is pissing, but it's just said pishing. pishing. You know. Um, I, fuck. I'm not going to do that in a Scottish accent. Uh, I am not a happy wizard. Or not happy... I'm not a happy not wizard. <laughs> Bro. Sorry about the botulism thing. I thought it could happen in yogurt, so I assumed ice cream was a safe bet. I mean, we did f- eventually figure out that um, you could get listeria from ice cream, so that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. And then, so uh, we'll just say you meant that. I guess his link was uh, to a spell using the letter S. Which is sodium chloride void of rant created by four dungeoneers. This magical <laughs> item allows the user to relieve themselves of the stress of the week by casting a pot of salt that the user can shout into, which results in increased joy and deep thoughts for those who listen. Oh, that's and nice. then I actually I sent him one, and then um, he he stole it from me. Uh, but it's like V via Jake Lionheart. I'm surprised you didn't go with. Vorbra Kadabra, created by Filthy Wizard. <laughs> it's when you conjure a Star Wars man baby demon who sends Vor gifts to people who harass Star Wars actors on social media. <laughs> Which I had to like delete and rewrite because I totally missed the part where I put um, who harass Star Wars actors. Um, I think I put like sends Vor gifts to Star Wars actors. And I'm like, no, who harass Star Wars actors? Oh, I, I'm gonna send that that <laughs> Detroit Become Human for gift to every harasser <laughs> who ever fucking tries to bother another one of the actors yeah. actresses from Star Did Wars. Did y'all ever see again. that like little like I guess comic or like cartoon going around about it? Where it has like um the kid that played young Anakin and then the guy that played Jar Jar Binks and John Boyega. Yeah. And then like it's saying like, you know, he quit acting because of the harassment and Homeboy almost committed suicide, and then, like, John Boyega endured, like, boycotts and all kinds of other madness, and then deleted Instagram, deleted Instagram, but then it's all, like, (laughs) the stuff about, like, what's it called, um, uh, Kylo Ren, (laughs) where it's all, like, yeah, he's, like, this, like, crybaby, like, cosplayer, and it's, like, Disney saying, this is you when you cry or something like that. Yeah. I was, like, wow. Yeah, I saw that comic. But, Uh. yeah. There's a lot of fuckery. The only person you should be talking shit about right now. No, I'm just joking. But I am I am still salty about ScarJo being like <laughs> all these other people played trans me- played trans characters and they're not trans, so you should just talk to them and not me. Yeah. Even though well, we're people got mad at them too. Yeah. yeah. So. And also someone else pointed out a YouTuber was talking about how like those movies were while not that long ago were long enough ago some of them that like this was just a conversation that we were starting to have in media like mainstream media so like but times have changed and if the actor like i was just talking someone just talked about the actor who stepped down from the role in hellboy because when he took the role he didn't know that the character was asian and then oh yeah uh, he was informed from deadpool 
Ed's yeah. was it Scrain or whatever we made the joke about him and his last name Skirin Skirin it's yeah yeah so he uh he stepped down and he was like because i i don't want to take that role away from a yeah. like a, an, a person who like otherwise wouldn't have it and so they hired someone in his place and it's like yeah, yeah. that was the right thing to do and he makes less money i'm sure oh, yeah. than scarlett johansson totally so yeah. Yeah, and then, like it's not like she's a struggling actress. Yeah. And I think even like Jared Leto, like when he was in was the Di- Dallas Buyers Club, Dallas like Byers he even said Club. like he's like you know like in hindsight, like if this mo- if this role came around now, he's like I would have turned it I would turn it down for the same reason. Like back, you know, I know that same movie wasn't that long ago, but it is like kind of like you said, like this is a conversation we're having now, and yeah. like he said, like if that were a role to come around again, like I wouldn't take it, like because I think that was like one. one the kind of the role to kind of put him back on like movies yeah. right because like yeah yeah but like i'm like well that even shows you with him like you know he could be like well i'm a method actor and i'm gonna get into it which like i guess like he would probably be the better actor than scarlett johansson but i just and then like to, i don't know and then hollywood has that catch-22 of like um well those people can't get exposure but then somebody somebody said um like and like the thing is is like yeah but they can't ever get exposure if you don't ever cast them you see what i'm saying and but then he's like the then the youtuber had a response that was like yeah so what you should do instead is pillow them with a supporting cast of bigger name actors so that exactly have those draws but the character still gets to be played by a person with that identity you know what i'm saying and she's just bad casting anyways like yeah, she doesn't even look anything like him. like him. Yeah. I'm like... Nothing! I'm like, that's not even close. Like, It's not even like a sliver of close. Yeah, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah, because so, I looked it up too because I was like, who's... Because it was it Dante Tex something or something like that? Or like, The nickname is Tex, he, isn't it? This is, and it's actually a very interesting story. Yeah, it's, it really is. Like, like, It's quite the tale. Yeah, and, but like... <laughs> she's just not the actress to be playing him and like and like not to only single her out because it's also the same fucking director (laughs) nightmare director yeah (laughs) ghost in the shell and he we all know he's the one who's like okay but what if we did yellow face though but like digitally yeah and i'm like oh boy (laughs) and now he's all like what if i use the same actress to play yeah I was just like, yep. oh my gosh, dude, like... Sorry to get off topic, but we had talked about harassing actors, yeah. and I was like, well, don't... I'm not saying harass Scarlett Johansson, but also, like... It's just, wow. Don't stop talking about the issue. Like, do be like, hey, that's kind of a dick move. And then just the pettiness. The fucking yeah. pettiness of talk to their lawyers or whatever. And I'm like, bitch! I think I was... I'm so, <laughs> I think I was watching so Philip DeFranco, and, like, even he was kind of like... You know, like, it, it's kind of hard to call. Like, you know, if an actor can do the job, then, you know, like, we've seen this before where other actors are cast to do a job because they can act. But then there's, like, with her responses, like, oh, my God, I can't believe she responded that way. Like, holy crap, like, never mind or something like that. Yes, yeah, she's, no, it was petty and awful. Yeah. And I, I just want to know who's going to replace her in the next Avengers movie since she killed her career. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please edit in gunshot noise? 
They're just gonna end up doing like a wasp movie now, or a, a, they're does like, he, there's not gonna be a black You can't murder movie. people on the internet like that. <laughs> they're like, they're like, let's just do like 50 more Captain Marvel movies. <laughs> like, um, like what? Where's a uh, where's Black Black Widow? I'm sorry, she's dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when she lived in the light, she's dead. <laughs> we didn't find her. It's uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no. you'd be like the sun's going down, Black Widow. <laughs> it's time to go. Sun's getting real low. Yeah, sun's getting real low, Black Widow. It's time to go. Thor comes in like, is it though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, thanks, Richard, for that tangent that you caused. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, our last one is from Adrian Alvarez at Raynor thirteen thirty seven. I didn't play a lot of games last week because I start my new job on Monday and my anxiety has been pretty bad because of it. At the time of this of writing this, I'm freaking the fuck <laughs> out! The only game that I played was Final Fantasy X Remaster. My friend gifted it to me on Steam and I'm really enjoying it so mm. far. Uh, and then a couple days later he wrote it. And, um, a final bit of news from this week, the Illuminati is back in town because the Allen & Co. conference is starting up again, and all the big wigs from major companies from Apple, Amazon, etc., etc., are all showing up to the Sun Valley Resort to talk about Illuminati things. <laughs> As you do. As you do when you're in the As Illuminati, yeah. The Illuminati. <laughs> Take my private black jet to <laughs> Sun Valley Haters Resort. Haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, and Adrian failed to mention that he's been like our dang like World Cup commentator on our Discord channel. Oh my god, I had to. I was like, "What is happening?" So I just muted it. I'm sorry, y'all. I could give a shit about soccer, or as everybody else but America calls it, football. football. Yeah, football. Yeah, like they're uh, going ham on it. Like I. I know. I'm like, why in our server? Go get your own server. I think it's just worked out where it's like Ray and then Jeremy and Nikki. Um, it's mostly oh. them <laughs> talking about the World Cup. Uh, I don't know if like they're on any of the other mutual servers, but like, yeah, like I even ended up changing it to like Copa Mundial Sal, which is like World <laughs> Cup Salt in Spanish. <laughs> Because they're just like, uh, yeah, like they're going crazy. And then the funny thing was like, there was like two huge games. The semifinals were today. And so it was just like, or as of recording this. And um, like, yeah, I was like, how come you guys aren't talking about France right now or talking about Croatia? Like, this is weird. And they're like, oh, we're actually at work today. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Oh, my God. All I can think about, though, was that lovely bonding moment between South Korea and Mexico. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The love that was shared yes. between two countries that otherwise, like, don't necessarily, <laughs> like, publicly have any relation to each other. Oh, my God. Just immediately all of the joy, the people in Mexico going to the, the like... I, was it in Mexico or was it here? Like the people went to the no, I think Korean... it was like L.A. Like so, that must have been like Oliver really? Street or something. So they went to the like South Korean like embassy, and all the like all the people in their Mexico jerseys and everything were like lifting up the guy there. Yeah, and, it was like, like just a random Korean guy. Take a guy shot on the of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty yeah. cute. It's so cute, and then just like all the solidarity because you know I follow a lot of like Korean artists, and then a lot of. Um, people who are like really into mexico winning 
Um, or like the idea of Mexico. Yeah. They, they out. <laughs> they out. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and this sucks yeah, because they have the most World Cup losses too. And all I can think about is that it was like, so literally I follow a bunch of people from a bunch of different like South American countries and they all cried out at once. Yeah. <laughs> it was huge, huge. They all cried out in terror like, and were suddenly silent. It's just so yeah. wild, like the way the point system works to advance. Yeah. Like Mexico did really, really good, but at, or at first, but then because they did so bad against that game that day, like Korea had to win. And I think Korea winning, they still were kicked out because of points. But Korea had to yeah. win in order for Mexico to move on. So that's why it was just like such a big deal because it's like, because I think there was like a three yeah. to zero score, and that like didn't matter how good they did, the fact that they got outscored like that like ruined their shot. So yeah, that's why when it's like when Korea won it, like, and I think Korea winning was like an upset too. So it was like Korea, Korea, and then just like, <laughs> and then like one guy that I follow like. He was just like, yo, the dude that patiently saved all those Korean flags for the one day, <laughs> the, the one day Korea would win and all the Mexicans buying Korean flags like Daffa was making bank that day because he just happened to be saying Korean flags. I just think it's so cute. I like, yeah, I like good. stuff like that, like unity between people over solidarity. something. Yeah. yeah, solidarity. And it's all it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And I just, I was loving the memes. I was oh, loving yeah. the joy. The was, There's a great, yeah. um, this comedian named Joanna Hausman has this like hilarious video on like kind of like the World Cup for dummies. And she just does this like. That's for me. She does like this great, I'll probably put the link in because it's so funny. She does this bit where she's all, like, just explaining like the different like teams and like, she's like, oh, when you talk about Brazil, never bring up um, Germany. And then she's all whispering like don't ever say Germany to a Brazilian or whatever because of the world. <laughs> and then like she has this thing where she's explaining because um, she's actually Venezuelan but you would never know looking at her. Um, and she explains like how like Latinos like go through the World Cup where it's like of course you root for your own team but then like if your team isn't in it then you you start rooting for the next like Hispanic team or Latino team until your team is playing them and then all of a sudden it's like she's all violent like in spanish it's like you're going to die today we're going to murder your faces like just super angry it's so great yeah i'll have to link it to you guys because it's hilarious and even yeah, she's like, I, I don't loved understand. all the people posting their like their mom crossing. All oh my the god! Yes. <laughs> it was so great. They're like, like my grandma prayed like, for I the think... team or something. Like yeah. that. <laughs> oh, so great! But yeah, well, thanks Adrian for writing in, and uh, thank you everybody for writing in. That was awesome salt and awesome tangent salt. So um. Yeah, with that, I guess, where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, let's start with you. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade and on Facebook as Crowfeather Cosplay. Hey, and Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as at Filthy Wizard, on Tumblr as Filthy Magic User, and on Twitch as Filthy Magic User. Hey, and you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart, and I have all my links uh, there in the bio. And you can follow our our podcast twitter at podcast salt you can send us dm and be a part of our imported salt or even just chat with us we'd love to hear you guys out in the uh the just the regular at us 
Um, no comment you know, section. Skywriting, smoke yeah. signals, whatever. Yeah, yeah send a raven. Eventually. Send a <laughs> raven. Send a raven. Message yeah. in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> we just love to hear from you guys. You guys are awesome. We actually got some like nice feedback from like Joan and, and some other people this week, so it was very nice of y'all. We appreciate that. We see that. I know sometimes we like send a little like like heart little late but we still see him so thank you for doing that um if you want to support our show you can do so by um going to ko-fi and, and donating ko-fi that's ko-fi.com forward slash salt report and um any little donation helps us to keep uh the i guess the lights on uh keep the booth rent paid and uh keep uh our dad our dad but not our daddy jeremy greer from uh putting on the lemonade lemonade dress and coming after us with a baseball bat so um I think that's it. Like, if you guys want to give us five stars on iTunes, that's dope. Did you say Jake's underscore Lionheart yet? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm astral like projecting. <laughs> we just, we recorded last week, but for some reason, we're still falling apart this week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staring at my desktop right now, like, just my desktop background, slowly, <laughs> like, like, being hypnotized by the patterns on Somber's yeah. jacket, so I'm just like... It's just too hot. <laughs> yeah. Too hot. Hot Actually, damn. Yeah. Yeah, donate so that we can, like, build, like, a salt report, like, I don't know, studio, but, like, in our own rooms. So, I don't know. <laughs> Three separate salt report studios. Exactly. Yeah. We can triangulate with them. <laughs> yeah. That would be dope. But no, anyways, yeah, so, um, I just gotta say, yeah, like, I don't know. Anyways, I'm just gonna start rambling again. We need to go. <laughs> so... Anyways, thank you everybody for listening um, every week. You guys are amazing. We love you guys. Um, hit us up on, on on the Twitters and check out. I, you know what? I'm still gonna plug it. Bloodborne is the most fun you'll ever watch. I have fun rewatching <laughs> it. It's a freaking blast. I don't know how we do it. I guess we're just naturally funny. I'm just we gonna gotta, say it. We gotta do another one. We're almost done with the freaking. Yeah, we're almost yeah. done with it. You can like it's a whole like story arc. It's like the triumph and the follies of like the salt report. Like there's magnificent like viscerals, and then there's like Jake falling down a tunnel for no stupid reason other than he's dumb. And there's like Kay telling me like to grow up because I do need to grow up, and I'm over here like <laughs> goofing off. So and then like you can see me <laughs> smacking, um, or well you don't see me, but you hear me smacking Simon and Kay very angrily, being like, "You're almost at the end of his story arc. Just walk away from him." <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's like the rise and fall of the salt report of Bloodborne. It's totally worth it. I'm telling you, like, in, it's a two hour stream usually, three hours, maybe. Some of them are like four hours. Yeah, yeah. but I'm telling depends. you, they are freaking hilarious. Like, some of the comics that, like, Jesse has drawn are like, literal moments that happen this is so sad alexa play (laughs) (laughs) it's so good yo i swear i'm gonna plug it to forever because it's the most fun i've had playing video games and i'm sure it'll be like the most fun you'll have watching bloodborne like trust me markiplier ain't got nothing on the salt (laughs) report move over game grumps there's some new grumps in town and we're so that's because people who play with us are actually good at bloodborne versus (laughs) i mean i'm sorry aaron (laughs) yeah sorry aaron we love you though so anyways uh with that we'll see you guys all next week Bye. bye
Keep the dark from coming Feel the weight of 